0: Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I'm the Dude79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy
1: Tone. Hi, sir.
0: What's going on, dude?
1: A whole lot. Midweek. Midweek. Midweek.
0: Midweek, and we're getting closer to a short week, and probably the greatest holiday of the year. Oh, yeah,
1: it's. Well, second, I really love Halloween, but uh, Halloween's dope. Not gonna lie, Halloween's this time dope. of year, this time of year it's is, too fun. Is, is great. I mean, we got Halloween, Thanksgiving, but I also want to point out I'm also excited because I'm excited to watch uh, the Spartans play Ohio State this weekend. Yeah, big game this weekend. Big game this weekend. So pretty I'm pretty this sure thing. they're going to get absolutely just jail sexed for four quarters, but I'm
0: okay with that. Ohio State's on a different level. They're just they're they're just built differently. There, let's man. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. built differently. Money it. buys you a lot of stuff. Money buys you a lot of stuff at Ohio State. You get wins up with money at Ohio State, so that's what Herbs did, and that's what everyone else is gonna do there, and that's what they do. And I dig it. You pay you gotta pay, you gotta spend money to make money, right? Right. That's what you gotta do at Ohio State. I'm pretty sure that's what they do. Uh, hopefully, everybody is having a wonderful week. Wonderful week. A lot of shit going on this week. A lot of wild stuff that happened towards the end of last week. And a lot of stuff happening this weekend and all next week. All kinds of things going on, there, dude. If you're a fan of movies, TV shows, and video games, you got something big going on right now. It's that fourth quarter, baby. It is. It's the fourth quarter. It's the fall rush, and especially with movies, with COVID pushing everything back, we've got like a lot of big movies dropping We're stacked this fall. To the end of the year. Really excited. We're going to be going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife tomorrow night. Really excited about that. Um, the reviews on it have been really good. Uh, I'm just so excited because I love the the new cast that they brought in. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that we're gonna have the old guys and gals in it. It's gonna be pretty exciting. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be a very nostalgic, a very emotional experience for me because because Ghostbusters seriously is one of my favorite, if not my favorite movie from my childhood. It was seriously impactful. It was just so good, and I really enjoyed it. Josh, what was the final? Was it close? Or yeah, they
1: they're they hammering down pretty hard tonight. Shoot that a butler. I think so. Mm, all right night all They're right I mean they, they need it they didn't
0: look very good the other night but uh I'll take the W man I'll take the W uh tricky regent says Halo I'm addicted now even though I rage the whole match I, tricky I feel like you rage at every game I don't think it's really I don't think it's just I don't think it's Halo I just think that's you man pot kettle oh no oh, I ain't talking shit I, I know who, I know what tricky is man I mean we were playing the other night and it was just he was like a volcano he was real chill. He, hey, he's Mount it, St. Helens, I, quiet even, for a few hundred even years. Even at times, then- yeah. Even at times, he was like, he, I forgot he was there. Yeah. And then you would you would just get through him. Hey, motherfucker! I was like, whoa, there he is. Oh yeah, right. There's there's tricky. He makes it. He keeps it interesting. He uh. I love playing with him though. It was a good time, and we had a really good time. We're gonna talk about Halo Infinite a little bit later on. Um, but we got a lot of t- things to talk about tonight. But Tom, t- before we get into what we're drinking, okay, all right. We know that next week is Thanksgiving yeah it's a glorious week for us i'm a fat guy so i'm a big fan of thanksgiving love Heroes. me some thanksgiving if you haven't already get in that discord we got a little something going on in there we're gonna announce the winner in about 24 minutes so make sure you get in that discord make sure you get entered Zen. in you'll find the link in the pinned messages get in there if you're already in there and you haven't signed up for it, what the fuck are you doing with your life Always be in there. Always check those pinned messages. Anytime we have a little something going on for y'all, we'll have it in the pinned messages. We upped the ante this week, too. Black Friday sales going on next week. Yeah. This week and next week, we figured, hey, we'll up the up the ante a little bit. So we'll check on that shortly. Uh, 9.30 is when that drawing is supposed to take place. So we'll, we'll announce the winner live right here. But, Tone, next week is Thanksgiving. Right, right. And, again, it's, it's, I'm fasting right now. I'm fasting all throughout this week with the exception of these beers. But I like to prepare myself when I just throw my inhibitions to the
1: wind and let myself go on that special. I like little to imagine person. you being like in like some tidy whities or just nude and just running at the table and landing. Dude, on no, a, like I actually a I look
0: ball. like a total dick on Thanksgiving because you know I, I hang out with my parent, my dad, and my in laws are there, so everyone's yeah. dressed up real nice. Dude, I come out wearing sweatpants and a big T-shirt because I'm like, you know what? As soon as I fucking make an ass of myself at this table. Eating like little the little kid in a Christmas story. Yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, I lick my plate clean when I have all that leftover gravy and the little crunchy pieces off the fried livers. Oh man, just start uh, that shit. Uh, I, I'm like uh, I'm like the guy in Road Trip. Uh, Horatio stands where he's licking the plate. Uh, oh licking, my licking god, the, licking the French the, the toast. The French toast. Toast, Yeah, yeah. licking the plate. Just, oh uh, god. Uh, uh, oh my god. Anyways, yeah, I wear sweatpants and a big T-shirt and I don't fucking do anything on thanksgiving except just pig out lay on the couch during the lions uh beat down and that's it man yeah, that's man. what i do I, but i mean obviously thanksgiving is very special for all of us uh for you and i for some of you out there you all love thanksgiving i need to know right now right what is the centerpiece of your thanksgiving dinner what is the one fucking item whether you make it or whether your family or your family member makes it or somebody what is the one fucking dish? That has to fucking be there. I need to know, from you first, what is the one dish other than fried livers that you are most excited about
1: come Thanksgiving? I am always, always excited about some stuffing. Mmm. Got to have some sage in there. Got to Jack Daniel's. Yeah, sushi. Yeah, sushi. Uh, Thank you for that, raid. Appreciate that, guys. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Cuddle says Jack Daniels.
0: Well, I mean that's that's an integral part of Thanksgiving. You yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. have some liquor. Uh
1: but stuffing is the main thing and I like my stuffing with a little bit of gravy on it. I douse my stuffing in gravy. That's yeah, Big and you should. you should. Big time.
0: Well. No, I love uh, you know, uh, you know, my grandma God rest her soul. Um for the longest time, you know, we'd go over to my aunt's house or we'd oh, go, we'd, we'd pile up at my aunt's ho- or good our stuff house. Out here. And my grandma, we'd have, the, we'd have the traditional turkey, mashed potatoes, yeah, yeah. all that shit. But then grandma would start frying her tacos. And when I tell you, dude, she did the corn shell and she deep. I mean, these were authentic, good ass fucking tacos. And I mean, there's seriously nothing better than a big piece of turkey, a bunch of the skin. I'm the fucking asshole that peels all the skin off the turkey and loads it on my plate. I want the skin because I'm fucking super healthy. Uh, that. Some mashed potato, some some stuffing with gravy, stuffing. and then three fucking tacos covered in my, my Uncle James's hot sauce that always hot as fuck, dude. That was my plate, bro. That was my plate. But I, the tacos were always the highlight. But now that Grandma's gone, I uh, don't really do the tacos too much. But I talked about man, the fried liver, baby, fried livers, man. I mean, talk about like crunchy, just so fucking good. Yeah, you said last year you was gonna get me something, you didn't. Because I ate it all. Bro, bro you think I'm going to fuck? Dude, even if I dude. Okay, say we eat uh, Thanksgiving around Thursday. And we have leftover fried livers. Yeah. By next Wednesday, if you think I as much as do. I weekend. love this man. Okay, I love this guy. Come over. I would do a thousand things for him. Some of them un- uh, like inappropriate and on gross the under the table. There's no fucking way a container of fried livers is going to last until the following Wednesday. There's no way.
1: I don't love you. I mean, I love you, but I don't love you. It's not happening, bro. But what do we got here, man? What do what they say? There's a lot of good things going on here. Uh, you got Jack, the Jack Daniels. You got the Jack Daniels, uh taters and gravy. Taters and gravy. More potatoes out here. uh Turkey and pumpkin pie. Okay, so uh I see some cheesy potatoes. That's cheese great. ball. Cheese Hello, ball. venomous. Hello. uh Kate says cheese ball. Uh, Jay Hill, of course, says turkey. Is that a question? I, I'm going to circle back on that in a moment um, because I get that cheese. I got a cheese ball out there by Kate. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right, I love a, che- right. I love uh, a good uh,
1: cheese ball. I want some cheese ball. I have a cheese ball. A while. Uh, if Freezy pie, was in here, he would talk about my wife's cheese deviled, ball. Deviled eggs is a must. Uh, I like that. A killer. Pumpkin pie cheesecake is hard to come by when you can find something that not Ooh. only does it, but does it well. That's huge. Um, a Thousand Ways to Tone in the Midwest. <laughs> 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 you be a daisy if you do. Uh so here's the thing about for me a turkey. As I've gotten older in life, I feel like this is really, really random. I love turkey, but um, and I probably I think I need it either smoked or deep fried more to uh, really extra enjoy it. Uh, uh, because nowadays in my life, like I kind of want ham more often. I'm more into the ham. Like I'm really like some about a good salty sweet. Because there's so many different kind of hams, mm-hmm. There's glazes you can or can't do. Low glazed ham. Something about a ham, man. Like I don't know. Honey glaze from Levi's, man. Those hams.
0: Dude, you've had—I know you know the Levi. Oh guys. yeah, yeah, the
1: Levi, and you can order them and everything. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. Smoke, yeah, smoke turkey is where it's at, dude. I've had it one time and it was amazing. Oh, there's Freezy right there, <laughs> killer cheese
0: ball. He, uh I, dude, I had to fight him for the cheese ball. He would not stop digging into it. He said it had such a kick to it oh my God. that he
1: couldn't quite pinpoint what it was. Yeah, and I, we, when we, I told him, he guess was I shocked. No, um, so <laughs> I got uh, something out there. I saw too. What else? Uh, mac and cheese. A couple people said. Um so there so that's some good diversity in there too like you've got like all kinds of different things sweet sweet potatoes with marshmallows so ooh shit. that yeah so so candy yams of some sort definitely or or sweet potatoes as a kid were my number one favorite central as an adult mm. I've leaned more into the savory so I kind of really like that stuffing and like yeah. it, it, here's the thing about stuffing you got to be careful with though is that listen you can really get some good shit out of the box I don't care who you are Stow top, mm-hmm. is stow top is actually pretty. I think Top is actually pretty good. Really, it's it's really a good, good alternative if you can find somebody in the family that can make really good stuffing. Mm-hmm. It's got it's like salty. Yep. it's got the it's got the right seasonings. That sage, that's like next level yep. for sure. But. I think people fail at stuffing more often than they win. It's at it.
0: dude, it's it's surprisingly
1: easy to fuck up stuff. Yeah, because it can just be soggy bread. Soggy bread. Soggy fucking when you bread. Anybody in that you're just like, this is not what I was anticipating for Thanksgiving. That's where I feel about it. Zen ham is better for leftovers than Turkey. I kind of agree with that. I actually agree with that a lot. Dude, there,
0: whenever we would get that Levi's ham, it didn't
1: yeah. matter how long
0: it was in the fridge. And I ask Scott, you know the burger, thing is, man, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about it. Obviously, the ham is great when you warm it up. The ham is a
1: reason. A lot of people have ham and turkey on Thanksgiving. Oh, I do. I, I've done it before. I've had it before. Like, here's the thing though, with, with the
0: Levi's ham. When I reach into the fridge, man, and I pull off that oh, big piece, God. I don't even warm it up, bro. No,
1: no, you know, Ham's I great bite, cold. I bite right in that so, sucker cold. I'm on a kick right now. Um, the in-house is just all about fucking bacon dude, right now. Prime I love so it. So broccoli casserole, homemade mash. The Prime has bought me brought mm. me two Thanksgivings in a row while I was working. A plate of food. Oh. His family makes some fucking Thanksgiving food. That's good. Um, turkey does dry quicker. I I'm a big fan of sandwiches. I don't like. I mm-hmm. love burgers. Everybody loves burgers, right? But I I'm extra when it comes to a sandwich. Crafting a sandwich or just whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started to lean more heavily into Black Forest uh, ham. Man, it's something about because just walk in there, I'm like, I need a snack. Cheese, ham, boom, and walk away. Gotta and go. like. Man, I just I, turkey don't always slap like that. Mm-mm. So no, and, and and you know you mentioned like I'm I'm weird, dude. I I like really? tacos and livers on
0: Thanksgiving. You're weird. Mm. Uh, first of all, don't diss those tacos because you're a scumbag. I haven't had one. Um, and you never will now with that attitude. Are you gonna smoke some brats, dude? Well, you know, here's the thing, dude. I was really disappointed. I I, I told my wife, I was like, I want to smoke some turkey legs for Thanksgiving. Mm. And so she goes to Jack's and she calls Jackson and she's like, Hey, do you have turkey legs like, Yeah, we do. We got them. She's like, Fuck, sweet. I'll go pick them up. They're already cooked. They're already smoked, and they're like, "Well, I mean, he can double smoke them." And I was just like, uh, "I kind of want, you know, make up my own thing, do my own thing, try smoking Whatever. my own legs." Cool. So now I got to try to find a spot where I can this weekend. To, I don't know if I have to go like, like I don't know if there's another meat market around, like Ted's meat market. I don't even know if that's yeah, still my open. basement.
1: You're you fucking pervert. What's meat market?
0: Hey, Kronos, what's going on, dude? Um, but I, I wanted to smoke some turkey legs But I, you know smoking some brats might not be bad For like some appetizers Smoke the brats then cut them up Can a little cut bit them Put up? them on toothpicks I'm ready to go appetizers Maybe
1: with like a, like a Munster or something Ooh daddy likes that I wanted to
0: smoke something dude If they are the same tacos your mom made Jay Hill he don't fucking know about them dude Yes those same tacos dude Those same tacos Those killer ass tacos That were just so good man They just They tied the whole plate together it was a beautiful 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 thing. I'm in on it. Uh I'm really excited for Thanksgiving, though man. I love I love, I just love the day. I love waking up, having the parade on TV. The kids are awesome. And seriously, man, I do. I wear sweatpants and a baggy T shirt. Have people over and, and get that just that warm feeling and then just sit down and just fucking eat as much as I can to where I know
1: I'm going to be shitting for like the next twenty four hours nonstop. And while that's hot and all, I do wanna say that I'm very excited because this will be my first Thanksgiving in a long time, where Tone. not only do I have Thanksgiving off, but I, don't, but I don't have to worry about a time frame mm-hmm. for either getting to work or being up super early or whatever that might be. I can just, just be free. Tone, are you
0: going to be working in retail on Black Friday? No, I will not be. What are you going to be doing on Black Friday, Tone?
1: Probably watching th- the movie Black Friday. Watching the movie Black Friday Woo! and my goal is like every morning when I don't work is to lay around in bed and let the kitties come lay with daddy. God, it's gonna be so beautiful. It's gonna be a beautiful it's thing. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. I'm, really I'm excited nude. For they're nude. It's whatever. It's
0: gonna be really excited for it, yes. man. It's gonna be an awesome day. But uh no, I was really happy to hear people talking about what they were yeah. really excited about. Food well, play, yes, halo. Play, halo. <laughs> play Halo Friday. Yeah, night. yes. Speaking yes. of halo, I do want to mention one thing, quick uh, you know, Friday night, nine PM Eastern, the first Halo rage stream. It's going live.
1: Banter and Babble? Babel? uh My channel. Y- your channel. My channel. Okay. My channel.
0: My channel. My channel. But you can stream from your Xbox. Oh, you can't do it to Twitch. Damn. Soon though. Soon. Soon. Do you have a do you have any
1: window on that? Uh hopefully next week they'll start. If not, it'll be the following. I am like two or three on the list. I'm priority right now. Getting close. We're getting get, we're we're close. We're, we're
0: weeks, not months. But it's
1: gonna take me a while to set everything up. But yeah, We're months,
0: close, not so. years.
1: Got it. Um <laughs> Uh, Tony, I already powered through my first. Let's talk about what we're drinking, dude. Uh, we are drinking Great Lakes Christmas Ale. He's already on the Christmas spices here, yeah. And he's he's already, high- already on the this Christmas This has been out for a couple of weeks. I just haven't had a chance to pick up any because I still have a lot of leftover beer. And I've been really big into MGD, so i <sighs> drinking a lot of MGD. This is really fucking good. Yeah, this is good. Uh, Christmas ales, uh, not as great as the f- normal fall ales. Definitely a smaller window and harder to find great ones. Uh, this is good. Um, but I got a feeling there's probably some hidden gems out there that I want to search for. So. This is good though. Great Lakes Brewing Company, mm-hmm. and I love the description of it. Um, mm-hmm. oh, it was on the box. I think last year for this time of year, I did pick up like a Frankenmuth one. Do you like yes. their Christmas? I do like their Christmas yes, sale actually. Yep. So,
0: uh, but yeah, ales, fresh honey, cinnamon, and ginger flavors. This thing is very, very playful, and it's seven point five. Yay! So it kind of gets it, it. It knows what time of year it is. It's the holidays, so it's like, hey man, we got to get you fucked up to get you through the mm-hmm. holidays. Mm-hmm. Drink this now. This is actually really good. It's a very tasty, mm-hmm. very playful uh, beer. Big fan of it.
1: Rumors are the Ginger Snap Mountain Dew is really good.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Ginger Snap Mountain Dew is that seasonal? I'm guessing. Guessing so. Might have I'm to try really it. Hey, maybe Mountain Dew and Hail on Friday night. Maybe I'll go get some Ginger Snap Mountain Dew. Ooh, drink that uh, for Hail go. on uh, on Friday night. There you go. It's gonna are be beers? wild. Friday night's gonna be wild, y'all. Friday night is gonna be wild. We're gonna get ragey. We're gonna get drunk. We're going to play Halo. We're going to talk about Halo in a little bit. But first, we got a couple movie reviews we want to talk about. Movies. Uh, a couple movies we want to discuss. First up is mm. the next big Netflix movie. They've been releasing movies every week. Mm. And every week we're watching them. And we're like, this one's good. This one sucks. They're kind of hit or miss, but at least they're trying. They're trying to keep people entertained, keep the subscribers entertained, having big names and big movies. Let's talk about the first one, or the next one that has dropped last weekend red notice now at first glance you're thinking to yourself whoa yeah
1: jay hill i know sorry buddy
0: whoa dwayne the rock johnson ryan reynolds and wonder woman gal gadot how could this movie go wrong how could this movie suck there's no way there's too much talent here before I uh talk about it, I want to come over to you, Tom, because I know you're a, a big Ryan Reynolds guy. And a huge rock fan. And a huge rock fan. I want to get your initial thoughts to this PG thirteen
1: action movie. What did you think about it? It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> um I uh really was excited because I yes do love both of these Gentleman and a fan of Lady as well. My lady. lady. Tips hat. Uh, so I, I was honestly expecting big, big stuff out of this. Like really, really, mm-hmm. really. Uh, I think I went in with a lot of high expectations. And I definitely crash landed in the sea like Top Gun. Like, oh, you guys can't land that thing. But I could. But either way. I was really disappointed with this movie. I want to say I was really excited about what they were trying to do. All the different mashups. I liked the imagination, the things that they were trying to. I don't know, like the National Treasures, the Uncharted's, uh, what else? Uh, you know, Indiana Jones, all that stuff. I liked that adventuriness to it. That, they definitely pulled from a lot of other did. movies. They did, and I was, I was, I was excited about that sort of thing. Um, but what I didn't know was that I kind of feel like it just wasn't a lot of my time was utilized during this. Like I felt like the jokes were very um, inauthentic. They were very forced Ryan Reynolds, which I love Ryan Reynolds. He was definitely Ryan Reynolds, but he was overly Ryan Reynolds in this. He was a caricature of himself through the whole movie. The rock had his one liners, which some of them were pretty good, but you know, really surprising to me. This is the biggest surprise for me overall. I don't feel like Ryan and Dwayne, have a lot of good chemistry Mm-mm. to me it's not it's not like you know you you see dwayne and kevin hart like that's chemistry like yeah. those guys could literally be brothers and i would believe it these guys for some reason i don't know if it's the star power maybe it's just the writing because i feel like both these guys are like outside existentially of their of of their hollywood persona mm-hmm. these are actually like really good humans they're good people yeah they're, they're do, really good people. they're really good all people yeah all they were they all are so i just thought that naturally there'd be a good gel, and it it wasn't, mm-hmm. and I was really disappointed by that fact. Um, it was funny, and I want to relate this story because I think this is where it gets kind of important. Um, the movie again, the movie was okay. I did listen. I've seen far worse movies again this year. I didn't hate this movie, but I didn't even close to barely even like enjoy like really enjoy it. So. Um, but again, the, the, the perspective I got when I got to work this morning, um, uh, one of my coworkers, who I don't get a chance to talk to <laughs> as like often. This. Um, uh, I was talking with uh, one of my other ones, Kate there as well. And we're sitting there just about to start conversating. And then our other coworker is like kind of looking, I'm like, what's up? And she's like, have you guys seen that new movie red notice? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have actually. And she's like, did, am I the only one that felt like i, I i'm i not gonna get that two and a half hours back i'm like Whoa, go on like i'm like what do you f-? And, and a lot of the things that i've just related is how i felt about it and how she actually felt about that too and it was just really random because i knew we were talking about it tonight mm-hmm. and it was so, so unrelated but i was like this is really ironic that she's bringing this up and felt the same like i felt myself as well as like man like i was so like you you know when you don't care you're on your phone you walk away mm-hmm. um the 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 pseudo twist in it i i for whatever fucking reason called that like way early in the movie to the point where even the wife's like oh okay you guys are called that or whatever um i just you know what like because it, it wasn't a surprise when the twist came at all for me i was like oh there it is duh uh listen bummer that's the best that's the biggest word i got for it. like i'm really honestly bummed i I, you know, I do go into a lot of movies with uh, at least moderate expectations or low expectations, unless it's something I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. I love these characters. I love the or excuse me these actors. So I, I just I felt like I probably wrote a little bit higher on that and came out like God damn! Like that that really that bad? That really wasn't that it was okay. Like mm-hmm. so I think everybody should watch. I can see people enjoying this. I can see. I, yeah, I mean, maybe. But I can see some people maybe enjoying it. Like, my parents, they're probably going to enjoy it. You know what <laughs> like I mean? Like Blanco said, so Red Notice wasn't just the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I really am curious to see how. So I know some of you saw. I know uh, Cuddle said he thought it was all right. Um, You know... I don't know what does everybody think too, but we'll get to that in a second. I know. Yeah, I'm make move sure you're sharing
0: here. your thoughts. We'll go through them. But um, no, I'm I'm gonna just kind of like jump on what you said and what some people in the chat have said. They didn't hate it and I, and whatnot. <laughs> How many Mortal Kombat's out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, you you say you know you didn't hate it, and some others have said that they would they wouldn't watch it again. I feel like this is the type of movie where if I watched it more than once, I would start to fucking hate it. This was this was a bad movie. This felt like, honestly, man, when I'm watching this movie, I feel like Netflix looked at this from this perspective. They're like, okay, look, nobody wants to go to the theaters just yet. Not everyone's comfortable with the theaters yet. They're still going to want to stay home and watch movies. Hey, let's grab Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Gal Gadot. Three of, some of the hottest names in Hollywood right now. So we pay big money to have these three stars. People are going to want to watch this fucking movie just because they're in it. Okay? Ryan, I want you to just say funny shit the entire time or try to say funny shit and say it in your dry humor the entire movie. Don't just it's constant, just nonstop Ryan Reynolds caricature of himself. Non The Rock. I want you to just smash everything. Just do your thing. Pick up big pieces of equipment, hit people in the face in that very nice, gentle PG thirteen violence. There is actually a part where Ryan Reynolds is in a war chopper with mini guns on both sides. Lighting up a group of enemies, and not one person is killed. It's like, okay. So, we're going – this is really light PG-13 action. So, the action is, like, comic-y and yeah, fun. Forge. Okay, so it's goofy. It's whatever. And then, and, 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 and then Gal Gadot, they're like, all right, well, we don't really know what your range is yet. So, we'll just let you improvise and, and, and do whatever you want. And she tries in a couple of scenes to make her character kind of like crazy, but it's just mostly cringe. So you have these people just typecast in the types of characters that they're most known for, but just in an overdrive. That's the, And then they're like, and look, then you do all that, and we're going to just put you into this fucking story where if you think for a second about anything going on, you're going to be like, whoa, this is really stupid. It's a stupid movie. Like, look, some of the gags hit. Ryan Reynolds is just too good for not a lot of these jokes to land. And some of his delivery is funny. But for the most part, you guys... All the money went to the, ca- to the actors The special effects were cheap Some of the action sequences were low budget Just kind of like small scale stuff Compared to what we've seen these people do Dude, The Rock has been in Fast and Furious movies Ryan Reynolds has done Deadpool Gal Gadot has done Wonder Woman All these movies do action better than what we saw in here And then you're talking about the comparisons to movies like National Treasure uh, Indiana, uh, like Temple of Doom There's a ton of nods to that uh oceans 11 you know it it almost reminded me a little bit of army of thieves
1: uncharted there's a lot of things going on in there this
0: movie tries to be so many different other movies that have done things so much better than what what it's trying to do yeah yeah what prime said
1: he said they have a problem with scope it couldn't decide if it was indiana jones or uncharted so it went down the middle dude that was part of the problem dude
0: it was just yeah every scene i was just like this is fucking and and then every other dude later in the movie I couldn't tell if this movie was trying to be a parody of some of the movies it was trying to do. When they when, when, when there's a scene where um, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Dwayne Johnson have to go to like some safari area or some kind of like jungle area, and the way they're dressed, I'm like, is this a fucking Saturday Night Live skit? Is this um? Is this a Mad TV? They skit? look like they were
1: straight out Uncharted. Yeah, dude. I was just was like, what the fucking,
0: fuck is going on? He was wearing he's he's the wearing the fucking hat. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, this is really fucking stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. After that, and then and then they get to the twist at the end, and it, I was just like, this is
1: dumb. And then they unnecessarily set up a sequel. And unnecessarily untwisted, like yeah, know, dude. The, it right.
0: was so forced to like make a sequel. There's another like, twist. Dude, this is. This is really dumb. The Rock is obligated by contract to be in one. I mean, he really is. Yeah. And the thing is, man, I look at movies that these people have been in, man. I know the range of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Have you ever seen Rundown with him and Sean William Scott? Huge fan of that movie. Incredible action movie. And he is and that's amazing. That's one of his early's. Yeah, dude. Oh, and that movie is incredible. You ever seen
1: Walk the Line?
0: Yes, incredible. Yeah. Like, where you can actually see the, the talent of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. We've seen what Ryan Reynolds can do. We can we've seen mostly what Gal can do Gal Kadoga do. But at the same time, it's just like this show, this movie was just it was everybody played a caricature of themselves. It was a stupid story. And I feel like if I were to watch this more than once, I would learn to fucking hate it. I would grow to hate this movie because it is stupid. Okay, and dude, the 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 guy that they're robbing the the small little dude
1: annoying well, as fuck. He was something not long ago and something else as like that's a that dude. That's his career right there.
0: He was in that movie. and th- He's fucking forgettable but, and what, just terrible. Like
1: what was the accent bit he was doing? Dude, that was that, supposed dude, to be real. Like, I was look, supposed to take man. that
0: serious. I was ta- even I was, at even at two and a half at two see, hours. Mass, I was like, oh, good, oh, good, oh, Even at two hours, this movie felt like a slog.
1: It felt like a three hour slog. yeah, like. It like, was not a good movie. Like it's our, our, like our a friend a at work movie. said, she was straight up like, am I going to get my two and a half hours back? <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. Should have uh, done some hobby. I really,
0: that, you know. really wanted to like this movie because I really, really like everybody involved. Uh, uh, it's actually crazy. The director of this, um, he is actually the, he's directing The Division, coming up that Division series.
1: Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, there's a stinker coming up, he's I'm also, sure.
0: But he's, made some, he's made Dodgeball. This guy directed Dodgeball. So he knows comedy. He knows how to do comedy. Now he's doing the divi- Whoa, Who wrote it? Did he
1: write it or is he, no, he directed directing? it? Well, that might be part of the writing problem, then too. Uh,
0: uh, well, the, dude, the writing failed this miserably, horribly. Because, like yeah. you said,
1: because like you said, there's no
0: chemistry. Nice. Hey, dude, chemistry is only as good as the material they're given. You know what I'm saying? The ma- chemistry is only as good as the material that they're given. All right, hang on a sec. We're gonna hop in here and see who won the giveaway. Somebody must have won. Tricky Regent ninety three. Wawa we
1: He's been cheating.
0: Tricky Regent ninety three. You are the winner. (laughs) (laughs) Give him the business, y'all. Give him the business. Yeah, I don't
1: think anybody in this community can win without being called a cheater or a rig.
0: Seriously, call him out everyone call out tricky call him uh he's he's a scumbag give him the business seriously give him yes there you go give him the business you guys
1: yeah yeah boo
0: yeah his kid actually entered yes his kid entered and i want him to enter because their family supports it's just like a lot of other people in this community they have family members Good shit. Congratulations, Tricky Regent 93 Try c- $50. Uh, claim
1: in the... um. Oh, yeah, definitely it's, panic. Oh, yeah, definitely
0: panic. What panic say? Sexual favors for the Bob. Obvi- oh, oh yeah. Mean, well, no, fuck BB-8. BB-8 sucks. It's not even BB-8 dummy. It's R2-D2. I don't give a shit oh, who no, it. no, no the, Oh, yeah, the BB-8 Yeah, yeah, is that, the, that, one, yeah that one's yeah. a scumbag. Yeah. It, it, dude, I swear the XP it gives me is bullshit. Yeah, well... It's really bad. But overall, no. I don't... I know you said you want people to watch this movie, and yes, it's on Netflix, so you can watch it if you want to. I think you can do a lot better than two hours of this. Like, honest to God, it's just it's just a really, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. They, it's, they're underutilized. I, I just, I, I feel like if I watched this more than once, I would really fucking hate the movie.
1: Claim it in the Discord too, trick. Cheater. No, it's, it's
0: already, it's on me. cheat, it's, it's cheater. <laughs> oh. You told me if I, I spooned him, I'd win this contest. Well, you're a sucker. Because you fell for it.
1: Yeah, Cause I'm convincing. Because you didn't fork him.
0: Also there's no way Anytime left up the fate. Prime at <laughs> That's true if, if if Prime was Prime was entered in And normally he would Just win that by default So obviously it wasn't rigged Because Prime would win That's a good point It's a very good point So Moving on Let's talk about the next movie The one that we said We were going to watch In theaters Multiple weeks ago Did we? We didn't Did we see it in theaters? No we didn't Because no. we we're oh. full of shit
1: Oh uh, it was all you I would not know. that We
0: are full of shit But dude This past week Uh, No Time to Die was available to rent on digital, and we actually got to sit down and watch. uh, Yeah. No, no, please elaborate. Come on, don't. don't, Yeah, come on, go in on the bit, dude. Yeah, I rented it. What'd you do? I rented it. You rented it. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Boy, that changed quick. Anyways, uh, No Time to Die, directed by Kerry Fukunaga, who I actually really like. He directed uh, multiple episodes of True Detective, which is a fucking dope ass show. He also wrote the first It. He was set to direct it. It was kind of a falling out. First and half? The, uh, he wrote the first movie of the series. Tim Curry. No, no, no. He wrote the... Shut up, dude.
1: <laughs> That that one, God, that movie was so. Come you watch that? You
0: watch that shit now? You that,
1: like? I mean, well, yeah, it's not. You still gotta at least give it some respect, dude. The only respect,
0: on. dude. The, no, the only the only respect he gets is Tim Curry. The rest of that movie is trash.
1: That's fine. Yeah, it's
0: dated badly, dude. It was, it was the eighties, dude. No, even in the eighties, the special effects towards the end that was bad. Well, what was even the for the eighties, it was really bad. That movie oh, sucks. God. Anywho. Uh, but no, this is uh, Daniel Craig's final go as as James Bond um, It was built up This movie had been pushed back multiple times due to the pandemic I was excited about seeing it So excited that I didn't go see it when it was in theaters And waited multiple yeah, weeks for it to come out Big fan over here, ladies and gentlemen fan I went to it. The- but we talked about it, Tone um, yeah. First of all, I feel like this was a really good send-off for Daniel Craig um, Not only because he's been just a great Bond But because this one... This particular entry, they really allowed him to uh, showcase his remarkable range. I mean, he really does have great range. Daniel Craig Daniel is an Craig excellent is actor. A great
2: actor. Uh, he
0: could just be labeled a Bond actor, but he is really, really good. He has great range, and mm-hmm. I felt like he did the best that he could uh, with the stuff that he was given here, especially in the mm-hmm. final scenes of the movie. Is was just... Um, it was effective. I will just say it was an effective ending to the movie, to the character, and... Um, you know, the one thing about, I liked what he did with this Bond is... Obviously, his Bond was a response to what um, was it Universal had done with the Bourne movies. They 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 made their, their... You know, Jason Bourne was a gritty, a badass Bond. Like, he was a fighter. He was very mobile. You know, he was just very, very good. And so when they got done with um, with Pierce Brosnan, they realized, we got to do something new with, with our Bond. We got to make it something similar, something flashy. So it was something. getting campy with Pierce. Yeah, it was getting really, it was getting really campy with Pierce. And um, so they bring in Daniel Craig, and we saw it right away, or right away in, um, in Casino Royale. Like, okay, yeah, this guy is, is here to, you know, kind of like mimic – or not mimic, but compete with what mm-hmm. they've done with the Bourne mm-hmm. movies. But, man, not only did he was able to do that, but he was able to humanize Bond better than anyone, uh, any of his predecessors. I mean, he really was. Uh, Bond was – he was a more complete Bond. He despised his nemesis. He valued his collar. He truly valued his colleagues and he genuinely cared for his love interest. He was a more humanized bond than anybody before him. And I really appreciate it. And that's due to his ability as an actor yeah. and because of the stories and the writing that they did for his five movies.
1: Because that shit didn't make him feel like he was not Bob.
0: Right. You felt like this guy is a really he's, yeah. a, he's a he's a good fucking person. I feel like they did it in response to how easily Austin Powers mocked the other Bond films. It's possible. I mean, honestly the the ones they were mocking, they were mocking the Roger Moore movies, the late, you know, the mid-80s, you know, towards the end of uh, Roger Moore's era. Uh they were definitely mocking that. Um I feel like Brosnan, you know, it, it, we talked about before the show, you know, when they went with Roger Moore, then they went with um, you know, cuz Roger Moore got super campy, then they went with Timothy Dalton who I thought was really good. But people were like, he's too dark, he's too gritty, he's too violent. And so they're like, oh, fuck, well, let's go to Pierce Brosnan. He's sophisticated, he's refined, he's, you know, he's popular. Good mix of everything. A good mix of everything, and GoldenEye was really good. But as, Bo- as Brosnan's movies went on, it became more and more campy, and then they had to respond to everything All else. Right, Hold
1: up, you're telling me he was more
0: humanized than 00 Scott? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: Forge is another uh, Bond guy as well, too. I don't know if you saw what he, he rated it. Uh, what what do you say? Oh,
0: better than Spectre. Um, about even with quantum solace, not as good as Casino Royale. Or it's funny you mentioned that, dude. I I actually had it similar, I had a pretty similar rating. Uh, Skyfall for me will always be the pinnacle. I feel Skyfall was the best bond by far, uh, uh, best of his bonds, and probably the best one of the best bonds in general. But uh, and then I would go Casino Royale, quantum solace, uh, this one, and then Spectre. That's how I would rate them. I would put uh this one at about 4 just because I feel like this and Spectre have a lot more in common than what this and like Skyfall and all the other ones did. Uh, much like Spectre uh, before Skyfall, it. Okay. Um No Time to Die, it it takes a lot of the story's pacing, uh the villain's nefarious intent, and a lot of the tropes back to the early era of James Bond where it was just world uh, a villain world, you know, hellbent on world domination. You know, and bonding, engaging, and over-the-top action sequences, and 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 all of the gadgets you would expect from Cube Branch. So, it really is. Um, I agree with Forge one hundred percent. Skyfall is the best Bond ever. I, I really just think bo- uh, Skyfall uh,
1: is is a, is an Damn. exceptional movie. Whoa, what's that? That's oh, what you guys are both saying that. Oh, yeah,
0: Skyfall is an amazing movie. Uh, what does uh, What
1: does uh, Jay McKenzie think on that? Forge? He's probably going to agree. Actually, now. I think about it.
0: Zach too. Dynamite says, "I like this better than Skyfall." That's interesting. But I mean, like I said, man, there's there's a lot to like about this movie. I I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it was a really good Bond movie, and mm. it was it was it was Bond to the core. It had a lot of the tropes and stuff that makes a Bond movie a Bond movie. I do feel like the story itself was a little bit more cliched, a little bit more. You know, back to the Bond DNA, where I felt like Skyfall was such a departure from that because the villain wasn't hell bent on world domination. You know, Silva was more focused on MI6. Marn Emmett was a more personal experience. The stakes weren't quite as high, but they were high to Bond. And I felt like that just made it a much more personal, much more exciting experience. But I do like this movie because I love Daniel Craig as Bond. I think he's an exceptional Bond. I love Timothy Dalton as Bond, but I think Daniel Craig will end up being my favorite Bond just because I love all five movies. I think they're all really good. I
1: don't this. know if this is a very good comparison to this, but I've always felt, and this is somebody who's more of a very casual Bond. I enjoy Bonds, and I'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a moment. But um, I actually feel like, to me, maybe it's the look of him, even though he's not Scottish. I get more of a like a tra- like a weird mix of this traditional kind of like Sean Connery vibe from him. Sure, I think that's why I've always gravitated to really liking. Daniel Craig is bond because it just felt like like it, it felt like his bonds were the mm-hmm. first time they were doing bonds ever to me oh okay. like they're gonna yeah. be that like because because I feel like well, they're I iconic mean, in, in like a way that. it was in a way
0: it was because he was he is a departure from the previous Bond. he's right. a he's a
1: big time change compared to what yeah, we were used it to felt, It felt felt more iconic like that like that could be like the like could have been the starting point and just been like no one's ever going to be able to beat Daniel Craig. Like, a lot of people still feel, I think, that sometimes it was hard, maybe until now, to say anybody was uh, more favorite than uh, Sean Connery.
0: Uh, Forrest says, I actually just discussed with him, he has a harder time picking just one, but he agrees that Skyfall should have been the end of the Craig films because you can't top Judy Dench's dude, ju- dude, that's the one thing, and that's the one thing I really liked about that bond because, again, Silva was hell-bent on, on, on getting revenge on her and MI6. But it was the relationship. The fact that Judy Dench was essentially the Bond girl in that movie is what makes it so fucking cool. Yeah. Because you see the relationship between I mean, obviously uh, Bond has always been at odds with M in all the in all the Bond movies. They've always just kind of locked horns. Mm-hmm. But in that one, it really explored that relationship. And it was just like, man, they really kind of need, he needed her a lot more than he thought. You know, and then and then you know, it's just I'm not sure if he would rank Skyfall ahead of Casino Royale. Dude, Casino Royale is a fucking sweet Bond movie. It really is. Casino Royale is a fucking awesome Bond. That was the jump that the series desperately needed. It was a great showcase to show off uh, Daniel Craig's abilities as an actor, not only you know performing but his stunts and the action that he was involved in. Casino Royale is a fucking awesome Bond movie. I just felt like the story in Skyfall being more focused. And being more drama driven, like, like Skyfall is a much more dramatic movie than most of the other Bond movies out there. There's a lot of great performances in Skyfall. I loved uh, Javier Bardem as Silva. He was an incredible villain. Uh, we'll talk about villains in a moment. But tone. Those are my initial reactions to it. We'll dive into some of the deeper stuff here in a moment. But what were your what
1: was your big thoughts overall on this movie? Um, and I haven't. Watched all of Daniel Craig's except for like Casino Royale. and I think part of Quantum of Solace, I want to say. And mm-hmm. so it's a shame I haven't seen Skyfall to go in that. But um, I have this really odd relationship with Bonds because like I feel like growing up as a kid, that was something my old man would watch, and it was almost like <laughs> they weren't now. They weren't clearly as boring as like you know when he'd watch westerns. I'm like, Jesus, Dad, change the fucking channel, right? <laughs> but like when you watch something like this, you'd be a little into it because it was gadgets. it was actiony. Yeah, yeah there was gadgets. So I was always into Q shit. Um, but Bond always has this like really neat like uh um draw for me like i get really drawn into them when i do take the time to watch them even through some of the bad ones like i'd like pierce bras and i loved goldeneye and i watched like two or three of the ones that he i don't know how many did but i, he did I still enjoyed the five. best like, yeah yeah and i still enjoyed the, the best that i could i was so into bond i was telling dude beforehand anybody remember on playstation one there was a bond car racing game like you would do like <laughs> scenarios with different bond cars and gadgets and race like like that shit or i was probably the only person in the world that can say i played pretty much played all the ps2 bond games and beat them for some fucking reason i don't know why but um you know when i when i was watching this i got that nostalgic feel of like like watching a bond you're just like god i now i know why bonds are great to watch because bond movies aren't like other movies in any other way like yeah they've got gadgets yeah it's actiony but there's this sophistication about yep. them like you said it's the locales you yep. it's the characters There's a lot of things going on when you watch a Bond movie that you just don't see elsewhere, and I Mm -hmm. think that this did that for me as well. And so I actually really enjoyed the movie because I haven't Mm -hmm. watched a lot of Bond movies in the last decades or so since he's been Bond. So for me, I was just like when I saw the Aston Martin, and I love Aston Martins for the record. I I was like I actually screamed, and uh, the wife was like, "What?" and I'm like. Aston Martin just hit a wall. Like, like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, it just hit a Scratch, fucking wall. Yeah, yeah, like, the shit out of it. I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, what? I'm like, ah, I hit the wall, whatever. But we're sitting there and all of a sudden the Gatling guns come out and I'm like, man, this is fucking, the whole sequence and I was just, is fucking like I, I like, I almost jumped up out of my sh- seat with joy because of that, you know? Uh, I mean, and that's what kind of the Bond movies sometimes do with me is like they, they, they always, when I watch them, they always remind me of maybe it was when I was a kid or whatever it was, that they're just not like any other movie. So, um, for me, I really enjoyed it. Now I definitely have to watch the rest of Daniel Craig's. I know from everybody clearly, and I know Forge has been telling me for a while too to watch, you know, Quantum or Skyfall. But mm-hmm. um, my biggest actual complaint with the movie overall is actually Rami Malek. Yep. I felt like he was terribly underutilized as a villain. Mm-hmm. It's almost a damn shame. Mm-hmm. Like it. It was almost a damn shame. You got somebody like Rami Malek, and you just don't utilize him hardly at all. He has, like, it takes literally minutes before the movie ends for he really gets his big, almost, like, opus or whatever it is. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, bro, like, you have this dude here. Like, dude is such a good actor, and this is the best you could do for him. Like, we're sending, I think you say it too, uh, um, and I'm probably hopefully taking your thunder, but um, you say, you know, we're sending off Daniel Craig's last Bond movie here, Mm -hmm. and this is... This is how this. This is the guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's like, faced off against
0: b- a better villain. Hey, Star um, Star I'm the same way. I think Raymond. Yeah, Maleck, I, I think love he's an amazing actor. Maleck, You know, he's an amazing so- actor. And in the scenes he's in, you know, he's Ethan able Hunt. to perform. <laughs> he 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 does what he needs to do as the villain. You know, he comes across as very creepy, which is what Raymond Mallet does really good. You know, mm-hmm. he comes across as creepy. He's very intense. But it's his motivation. It's his ulti- It's ultimately his plan. You're just like, okay, this guy isn't nearly as fleshed out as some of the other. It, it really is, you know. Forges is wrong. He goes. That's been a common theme in the Craig Bond films are the villains. You know, I, I always liked the villain in um his name escapes me in in, in Casino Royale. I loved um obviously Harvey Arberman Silva. I was disappointed with Blofeld Inspector, uh, obviously because Christoph Waltz is just an fucking amazing actor. Uh, he makes an appearance in this film. But, I mean, that's and it's not just the Craig films, a lot of the villains in the Bond movies, uh, all the way back to the beginning, a lot of them have always been like casted by really prolific actors, like award winning actors, but they're just never really as fleshed up, simply because I feel like they don't
1: want the villains to upshow the, the, the star. Dr. Evil is more fleshed out than some, probably some of the Bond <laughs> villains. You're
0: not wrong, you're not, you're not wrong um it, but uh you know you know you look at silva like i said silva's motivations were were excellent and they were well fleshed out and i and i believed them because they were just again they weren't that grandiose in scale they weren't like i want to blow up i want to kill everybody in the world and all that stuff and that's where raymond nugg's character comes back to they explore a little bit of it but i just feel like ultimately he never gets that big scene to where you're like okay he's a fucking threat he's a fucking threat you know, and I never got that moment. I agree, Alec Trevelyan, uh, why that actually forge? That's a big reason. For uh, me Alec, too. Yeah, was that um, was that Sean Bean? Absolutely, yeah, it was Sean Bean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Bean was, was a actually a really yeah. That was a, foe. that was a
1: really cool villain story. I was really into he that.
0: was a formidable foe and like an interesting one. Like when you have yeah. the villain, you know, the heroes is only as good as the villain. Absolutely. We've seen that a lot in the Bond movies. You have so many opportunities because Bond is such a charismatic, loved character. Like all you gotta do is come up with a fucking compelling story for your villain. But a lot of time, it's just a shtick or like a gimmick that they're running with. And you never really get the depth because, but at the same time, Bond has never been truly a deep character. He's just this clever dude who gets out of these crazy situations, hooks up with chicks and drinks martini. You know, it's just like, okay, yeah, 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 that's, that's who he is. But I feel like as we've gone along here. They've done better jobs at fleshing out the characters, fleshing out Bond, especially in the Craig series of movies. Mm-hmm. They've really delved deep into his character and fleshed him out. And I'm like, this is where you need to really spend some time on the villains. And Remy Malek's character is just not compelling. He sucks
1: because Raimi can be a creep.
0: He is. He's creepy as fuck. He's He's convincing in that regard. It's just he never has that big moment where he's just like, I am a threat
1: never even raised his pinky once (laughs) he did not do the
0: pinky thing but I mean yeah I think that was my biggest complaint too it was just like it was just a uh, not a formidable foe just not something I'm never going to remember his character like I have some of the previous villains in the Bond movies Mm -hmm. that was disappointing Mm -hmm. but overall I felt like this was a proper send-off for Daniel Craig's character and I do want to talk about the ending for a moment because I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who are going to watch this and they're going to have questions much like, you know, my wife did and you know and 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 everyone's going to have different opinions about where they take this franchise going forward. But I feel like, you know, there's a scene earlier in the movie where um her, her name escapes me, uh LaShana Lynch, who plays the other 00 agent in this movie. And she is actually Du- a double o seven because bond had retired mm-hmm. and when he meets her and she's like i'm 007 he's like huh and she says one thing that really stood out to me and that even makes more sense at the end of the movie she's like it's just a number and with the way that the movie ends and the way they tie things up i feel like this is puts this it, it allows the studio the producers sony and everybody else who has a part in this movie it allows them to, going forward, diversify the character a little bit more. Not so much the character of James Bond, but just the character of 007. Of who is 007. Who is 007? 007. And I, is. and I like that a lot because, the, you know, let's be honest. I mean, James Bond has been a white British dude this entire time. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about multiple times, man, who would I like to see as James Bond? And I always come back to, like, Idris Elba. And was like, well, he can't. You Henry know, James Bond is white. And it's just like, no, I could totally see oh, Idris Elba would be dope. being a fucking dope-ass fucking yeah, Bond. Yeah, you. I would be like, okay, yeah, let's watch this shit.
1: My pants would be off. And I
0: think the way this movie ends and the way that they tie things up, I think it allows them to do that. And not just men. I think this opens them up, opens them up to, like I said, diversify Bond or the 007 going forward. And I think that's going to make things really, really exciting. There are multiple characters in this movie. Uh, your girl Ana de Armes, Uh, she has a small cameo in this movie, but she mentions she's going through certain training. Could easily see her be a 007. Obviously, Lashana uh, is, is Lynch is playing a 00 agent. So I mean, they're setting the table. Mm-hmm. It could be fu- anybody can be a 007, except for you, except for me. Uh, I can't be, be no, a though. Yeah, I'd be a villain. I'd be a, a underwritten, poorly acted villain. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of people in consideration. Idris Elba's in this, obviously in the talks, and people are thinking, let's see him. My wife wants to see Henry Cavill, like everybody else wants to see Henry Cavill. I definitely want to see him. I think he'd Henry be a great Cavill. Bond. I think Lashana Lynch could be a really, really good Bond yeah. if they give her some op- better opportunities, some better writing, and flesh out her character. She could be really good as a Bond. I think it's exciting, man. I think it's really exciting to think about where they're going with this franchise and the diversity it's going to allow them to do uh, to explore now that you know we've seen what happens at the end of the movie but i would love to get your guys and girls thoughts if you check out no time to Die, you can rent it now for $19.99 i think usually how it works is about in a month you'll be able to purchase it. so sometime in december you'll be able to pick it up i would love to get you guys and girls thoughts if you're watching this on youtube or if you're listening on spotify and itunes let us know in the comments what you thought of this Bond movie I thought it was a good Bond movie I didn't think it was an upper echelon Craig Bond movie But it was good I think it was a proper send off Again because they really allowed uh, Daniel Craig to Show his remarkable range as an actor He's really that good you guys He's really really good uh, And he he goes out you know, swinging He goes out with a great performance uh, I'm going to miss him I love Daniel Craig as Bond I think he was an exceptional Bond for 15 years um but you know we were talking about it and we were watching it when he first pops up it was like i think it's time my man looks a little older here uh it, it's time for james it's time for daniel craig to move on and for them to uh to find a new 007 so uh we will see what happens we'd we'll love to get you guys and girls thoughts once you do check out the movie make sure you sound off and let us know in the comments but that's gonna do it for uh for the for the movie reviews we gotta move on now to some marvel stuff some Disney Marvel stuff, and dude, there's really only one trailer that we need to talk about tonight. Well, I need to change my undies again. This shit dropped last night at mm-hmm. eight thirty. We've been wondering a lot. A lot of the talk, uh, people. Aquafina. <laughs> 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 Actually, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy, Cotton. It could work, though. You know, like I said, the ending of this movie leaves a wide open. I think it's really interesting to see where they could go. What
1: does she say? I'm like, I'm like the, uh, what does she say? I'm like the Asian, uh, (laughs) uh, the the Asian Jeff Gordon or whatever she says in (laughs) in fucking Shang-Chi. I die every time she says it because it's like she doesn't even skip a beat when she says it. She just Uh, goes with it. She's good, man. She's hilarious. Asian Jeff Gordon. Um, But, okay, so last night. We,
0: uh, we got the trailer for uh, the final trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. A lot of, a lot of news uh, last week that, you know, Sony and mm-hmm. Disney were kind of going back and forth. Like, do we show, you know, are we going to show them or are we not going to show them? So was like, fuck, man, we got to know. So let's check out the trailer. We'll let's see what we it. saw. I don't want that
1: popcorn to soggy. What if we get new... F- who fucking knows? That was purple, by the way, which purple is the villain color yes, of this phase that's right now. That's the interesting you thing see with that the purple and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. this
0: trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. We didn't see Andrew Garfield or Tony McGuire. We saw everybody else.
2: Or did we?
0: Well, I mean, we'll talk about it in a second. But uh, we saw – obviously, we saw uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. We saw Lizard. We saw uh, Sandman.
1: Finally got to actually see Sandman. set, Sandman, about, set up, yeah, set set up, up in the background. We saw Sand. Electro. We saw – we heard he Jamie He had Fox. the star, and he was yellow. He looked more like traditional – It was traditional Electro.
0: I mean, we saw a lot of shit. And, you and know, early fish. on in the trailer, that part – because a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the last trailer, we were like, you know – you know, you know, Octavius says, hey, Peter. And you were just like, well, hey, maybe we were, our thought was, you know, maybe Tom Holland just looks like the Peter Parker in all the different universes. And that's why, you know, he was like, hey, Peter. Oh, yeah. That,
1: that in case they weren't in it, we thought maybe that would be the way. About it. Right? But there's
0: the scene where uh, Otto Octavius has Parker against the wall. And he's got his mask up. And he, and he simply says, you're not Peter Parker. And when I heard that, I was like, here we go, dude. That's that's all I needed to hear. When he said you're not Peter Parker, it was fucking crazy. Yes, well, we're gonna talk about that in just a second. Uh, so, anyways, the trailers dropped on social media. It dropped on YouTube. It dropped everywhere, uh, especially in other dropped. countries. Boop. And for whatever reason, in the trailer we just watched, there's the scene where a Lizard, Sandman, Electro are charging ahead at Spider Man. And some people started pointing out, like, boy, it looks kind of weird the way they're all angled and who they're looking at. And, like, it looks kind of bizarre. It could be one of those scenes that, you know, Marvel's hiding stuff. But leave it to Sony Pictures Brazil to fuck up the editing of the trailer and let that battle scene run a little bit longer. Play here's the, what, we're play g- the here's what the people in Brazil burm, 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 saw burm, burm, and what they burm, got. Burm, burm, burm. Watch Lizard on the bottom. Watch his face.
1: Watch the shadow that comes at him, too. Did
0: Ant-Man punch him, or what happened there? Who's hitting you Lizard? You can see.
1: If you look closely, you can see. I don't see a shadow. I just see my man's not see. Turning. You don't see. In the, in the, look in that smoke. Watch that smoke. You see a tint of red come through there. Oh, really? Yeah. Look, look closely. He almost looks like. Wait, what's that? What's that? You see so, Like you don't see that? I don't. I, I don't. See, I just see him getting kicked. I mean, that's the more obvious thing. He's is getting he's getting kicked, but he's getting all.
0: punched, kicked, or something? So the Brazil trailer ran a little bit longer than in the other areas. Clearly, somebody is attacking Lizard. Clearly, somebody is being edited out of that scene, dude. It would be one heck of a plot twist if it was Ant-Man. That's like that's one thing I think I was going. What if it's Ant-Man? And you just don't see him. He's small. Uh, this is wild, you guys. This is wild. I don't I where don't, there's smoke. There's uh fire. There's smoke or Jeff Smoker. Where there's smoke, there's coke. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Uh awesome trailer, but this obviously this this little blip here from the, the from the Sony Pictures mm-hmm. of Brazil thing was obviously um something is being has been scrubbed from this trailer. Something has been uh CGI, a character has been scrubbed from the scene, lizard just acting unnatural to nothing
1: it would be weird not only to have one it'd be weird to even have two v3 it would make sense right i mean it was it's just it's just uh, at this point you guys i mean
0: electro's in this sandman's in this everybody's in this mm-hmm. they have to be in it you know what i'm saying they have. we've seen it's just, It's the worst kept secret uh not to be, yeah the placement's way off i mean if you look at where like if you look at where spider-man is who the fuck is lizard attacking you know what I'm saying? He, it's just it doesn't look natural at all. Electro, who's he going after? Right. You know, it just uh it just doesn't. It just it, it's clearly been edited. And they did a really bad job. He's not even and the thing is he's not even aiming at Spidey. He's not he, he's aiming at a Spidey, but not the Spidey in the trailer. Did you say right. Yeah, blue. Yeah. Every day. Uh, yeah. But um day. I mean Tone now the other scene that you 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 people are starting to talk about, you You brought it up right away, was um, the point where uh, MJ falls mm-hmm. off the scaffolding and Spider-Man's leaping for her. That's right, Panic. Um, what's your thought that you think this There's is a, a redemption moment? So,
1: right, so we all know, and maybe you don't, but I'm going to tell you, in the past in the comics originally, of course, Spider-Man, um, of course, with Green Goblin, lost uh, Gwen Stacy... She fell. He couldn't save her. He had to make a, a choice. Uh, and the Andrew Garfield ones, they twisted that, of course, a little bit. And um, she still falls. She dies. And um, I think it would be very, very redemption-like. Because be they, they want you to think that, of course, Tom Holland's going after her, his MJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think because they specifically don't show him, they show just a hand reaching out for her. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong on this, but I feel like I'm deciphering the fact that that glove looks like Andrew Garfield's outfit and that he might be the one reaching out for because he couldn't send, save the Gwen Stacy in his world, but he might be able to save the MJ in this world at this point. I that think would that, be, would be, dude, a, that would be an incredibly that would be powerful that scene. I know of all of that, that was my big takeaway. Like, yeah, it's cool they scrubbed out the different Spider-Mans. I want Spider-Mans in it too, but I just think that would be a really an emotionally charged, powerful scene uh, for a, a lot of reasons, just for the Spider-Man character in general, but because it would also, I feel like, give Andrew Garfield a big moment that he needed because in not to his fault, his movies were kind of trash.
0: I, and the thing is, I, I liked him. I actually thought he was a good Spider-Man. I had no problem. He with was him. failed with the story. He writing was, and he
1: was, he was actually, I think he was a great Parker. Yes. Whereas well, I feel like, yeah, I think he was a great Parker or like maybe it was the Spider-Man. Toby was a good Parker, garfield was the better spider-man and tom holland is a good balance of all yes and i just think that would be really awesome to see that so.
0: I, I i and i think that would be uh, it would be super impactful for the audience especially people mm-hmm. the people have been invested in all these movies all these years mm-hmm. you know to to give you know see andrew garfield's character mm-hmm. get that dude that would be an emotional moment for a lot of folks especially the ones who like those movies and like what they were trying to do with this character that could be a pretty dope scene if that is the case. There's a lot of different ways to take this trailer, but clearly, in the Brazil, the Sony pictures of Brazil, something, uh, somebody messed up the editing. Somebody is punching lizard,
1: and if it's not fucking Ant Man, who do you think it is? Is it going to be Toby? or Is it going to be Garfield? Definitely going to be Garfield because I feel like, uh, I feel like we're even being misled on who's go- which which spider version that's going in the middle. I, you're looking at an Electro who is. Different than the Garfield Electro. So I'm gonna tie that to the, the Tom Holland his universe version of Electro. Mm-hmm. Sandman definitely Toby Garfield Lizard. It's mm-hmm. kind of it kind of makes the most sense. I like to what me.
0: Blanco says. The best way they could introduce Andrew Garfield is having MJ fall. Because if you notice before MJ falls, you'll see a scene where Tom Holland, he's like on the ground looking up. Yeah, as if he notices somebody's falling. Yeah, and then it cuts to the scene where it looks like Tom Holland it's, going after him. That would be. It's an also nighttime, same yeah. time
1: when they're on the top of the yes. Statue of Liberty. When he's like, "I can't stop them all." But I mean, I'm mad, but I like what Blanco is saying. Yeah, like he, goes, he shows up, the, and then, that is the yeah. entrance. Like entrance. that is when you first see Blanco. The other you just Spider-Man, gave me a boner.
0: Where, if like, dude, the, dude, imagine the theater next fucking Thursday, if Tom Holland man is watching. It's coming M- on next, next Thursday, next. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, That's I'm sorry. Never mind. But when we go to the theater and see that shit, we're sitting in a packed theater, and 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 Tom Holland's watching MJ fall, and all of a sudden somebody comes out and grabs her and it's fucking Andrew oh, Garfield. Ape shit. That place is going to ignite.
1: Yeah, I'll go ape shit.
0: And that's why I'm really excited to go see that fucking shit, man. It is going to be wild. I'll go ape shit. Uh, I can't wait. Like it's going to be hype. Even even though they fucked up this trailer and it's clearly something I am excited to see. It doesn't change the fact that when I see it in the theater, when you're sitting there invested in this movie to uh, we understand uh, we've been uh, is 2 hours and 40 some minutes.
1: You could be three and a half. I'd be fine. I don't give a fuck how long this movie is. As long as it's good,
0: as long as it's good and compelling and it's exciting and it sounds like this is building up to be like a pinnacle moment for the MCU. I can't fucking wait, dude. This is gonna be absolutely wild. Uh, But I think Blanco makes a good point. That would be eight hours. Cool, man. I'm I'm off the next day. I'm calling in sick. I don't care. So awesome trailer. (laughs) Maybe Venom punch. Hey, maybe they maybe they blocked out Venom. Who knows? Maybe it was Superman. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Superman. Multiverse Superman. He's like, where the fuck am I at, dude? And Superman's like, wow, this is a better universe than I've been in. Henry Cavill's just like, thank you, Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it now. Tom jumps to catch up. but gets whacked away. MJ gets gets close to the ground and Garfield catches. I dig it, dude. I'm digging it, too. They're labeling it Spidey's Endgame movie. Can't fucking wait, dude. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait. We're less than a month away. Going to be exciting. Tone, we're Pizza moving time. on. Moving on. We oh got so, we got so much more to talk about. It's fucking crazy. No, really? Disney Plus. Disney Plus Day. Whatever the fuck it's called. Disney Plus Day was last week. I think it was on Friday. No. And we got a yeah. bunch of shit announced. Bunch of shit announced. We're not going to go into all of it because it would just take too fucking long. Tone. Yes. Give me the highlights, man. Just break it down for us what you're excited I'm about. I'm going to
1: start with what everybody wants me to start with. Um, and that's going to be Iron X-Men Heart. 97. Oh, okay. Getting a, like a continuation of the old school uh, cartoon uh, from the old days. And if you haven't noticed or seen some of the artwork out there, it definitely has that esque, but just a modern tone, like actual better artwork for it. And it looks fucking gnarly. Looks I really saw good. all the characters. I was like, no. What is up with that? So definitely X Men 97 because. <laughs> 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 you know, we all know it. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. The next one I'm also really excited about just generally because it does go with the MCU um as well too. And I want to know, you know, what's going on. We know that Mark Ruffle's involved. We don't you know, who knows what's gonna happen. Is she Hulk? We getting some Hulk. Let's go, right? I'm really excited about I know you love She you Hulk. Hulk. He lo- lo- loves some Hulk. Really excited about that. Uh Agatha, some more Harkness. We're yes. getting we're getting what's her face? I always
0: Catherine um her last name
1: is me. Heigl. Just kidding. No. Um, no. Yes, she she did such a great job. They're giving her her own series. And for the record, the first time I saw her in the movie Step Brothers. And oh, she, my God. And yes. she is. Is it Step Brothers, right? Where she's at the pisser yeah. taking a piss? <laughs> she puts her, Catherine. There you go, dude. She puts her, it's just like it's that old pony I'll shit. never forget the first time I saw that movie. I'm like. She is one of the funniest fucking people I've ever seen. And, like, anything else she's ever been in, she's always so she's good at what incredible she does. She's incredible. <laughs> incredible. But she was great in Agatha. Like, she was yes. so good in Agatha. And it's not one of those com- comedians that just can, you know, There it is, over. hand That's a proper um, feeling. Thank and you, And the Panthers. last one that I'm the most, probably the most excited for on here by a megaton, a nuclear bomb size, is definitely... Of Oscar Isaac coming in and playing one of the most iconic, underrated, amazing, layered characters, Moon Knight, as a series, which is really important because you couldn't do that character properly if it was a movie, so... God damn, we're getting that as a series.
0: Moon Knight again. I mean, you mentioned that a well-established character, but I mean, is this is this this like one of the obscure characters? Like in the he's terms like MCU on the big screen.
1: He's I would he's obscure, not as recognizable as Iron Man, right? Okay, but he's I want to say in the last like couple, the last like decade or so, or maybe ten or fifteen years, he's become less obscure than other obscure characters that they could do. There is a he has a like legitimate cult following. Like he is a character that people will go to bat on as being one of the greatest. Like to me, he's like he's as iconic in some ways as like a Deadpool that just hasn't blown up yet. And this this is probably gonna blow that character with up.
0: somebody like Oscar Isaac in the role. that gives not the yeah, opportunity. not just just generally because in general, that, yeah.
1: I mean, basically, you got a dude who like you don't know is he actually schizophrenic and thinks he's a, an Egyptian god or not? You know, like, but he's he's basically like a a, a, a rich goofy cooler version of batman in some way so um yeah it's really exciting and the rumors that we might uh um get some other characters back brought into the fold in mcu there's been i mean i've heard shit i've heard rumors i've seen a punisher daredevil oh, man, like actual daredevil punisher. um you know different different characters uh blade i mean these are Ugh. these are characters these are these are like uh um as they call them um god i can't remember what uh the knights like the uh um marvel knights characters mm-hmm. they're a little bit more grittier grounded characters that are like on the streets the punishers the daredevils the moon knights the blades this is why that's exciting because it's probably going to be a little bit more on the mature side on certain things um so what
0: we've seen they can get away with on disney plus there's a i mean shit uh talking to winter soldier there were some scenes where i was like oh
1: right and okay and because I'm pretty sure this is going to be. Originally, I thought they were talking about putting this on Hulu. like a Hulu yeah. because they wanted to be a little bit more dark and gritty. But you know, I think they
2: can. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got,
1: yeah, plus. I've got enough faith with D plus on, on certain things. But um, yeah, and, and long story short, that is the big focus for me. It's definitely going to be Moon Knight out of all of those. I'm excited about all of them generally.
0: I want to get, I want to get your but, thoughts on Forgehammer's question. Anyone else excited for zombies? Eh. I mean, we'll see. Did they? Was that what they explored in "What If" on that one episode? Was that the same zombies, or was that a different like? A, was that just something completely? Well, now different? they got
1: the multiverse open. They could actually do the real Marvel zombies. Potential. They could theoretically, if it's going to be animated, they could do the real Marvel zombies. I, you know, I'd ha- I gotta see it to believe. And honestly, like Secret Invasion is really exciting because we saw a per a, a picture of um uh Fury without the eye patch, bearded right. up. Yep secret Invasion's pretty big deal that was another big like civil war style arc where you know this could be the like, si- secret secret invasion is going to set up a lot potentially for just the mcu in general but we'll, we'll see how far they go down that rabbit hole so
0: carlos says no my did they cancel the second season i knew they were having they, oh they were oh my god gonna, they that, were going to move forward without um emilio estevez without bombay uh but did they cancel do the we whole know season? if that got
1: canceled because Jesus, I, I'm telling you, my oh, it got canceled my, completely. Wow, my, that, and that's a goddamn shame because I'm telling you right now, that first season was fucking amazing. It was so good. It was, an, it was like we say, it, it was another Cobra Kai. So that's that's a because that really what hurts. he didn't want to, he didn't want to play with, play along
0: with the, uh, the no mask No, mass no he wanted the mandate shit. No, he didn't oh, want okay. to, that's a that's a that's a damn,
1: and it's supposed to be an animated version, and there wasn't much done with it, so it could be legit new
0: content for the zombie stuff. So
1: if if it is, if it's more like where um you know because we got the what if version of the zombies, you know, I mean, right, which yeah. was a good explanation and like was a light. Ver- I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty interesting, but
0: I, again, I didn't. I don't know shit about the Marvel right. zombies. If in it's general, more so. like
1: the actual Marvel zombies, I would be excited. So we'll, we'll see. It's it's the actual. I will tell you, it is the actual proper graphic for the real true Marvel zombies, though. Oh, I mean, I, that oh, that that, hey, that, that, hey. that is that that that's a good sign. Gives
0: you a little bit of hype. Uh, electric panda says, I need to finally get my hands on Werewolf by Night thirty two before that show comes out. Like uh, Teen Wolf.
2: <laughs> Teen
1: Wolf, shut up, man. Why? Well, I'm just saying.
0: As long as it's not Teen Wolf too. Bring Charlie back in Mighty Ducks. Oh, I mean, they're not gonna bring anybody back now. So thanks, Emilio.
1: Is that is he? Are you talking Moon Knight? I want to say that sounds yeah yeah Moon yeah, Knight, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah okay. It took me a second, yeah, I was pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tired, you guys. He's old. He's fucking. I got lame a bunch too. of trade paperbacks on Moon Knight at home that I haven't. Team Wolf Two is through. Team Wolf Two is not better, panic. Knock nah, it off. Panic's drunk. Go home. Yeah, that almost ruined Jason Bateman's career Jesus, completely. I mean, he's pretty open about it.
0: To be honest, with you after watch that, Michael J. Fox is lucky that his career is still intact after the first team. You were really into Booth. Shut up. Oh, come on. <laughs> Shut up, Moon man. Moon first appearance. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. We got some games we want to talk about. I'm going to talk a little <laughs> bit about um, Battlefield 2042. Oh. Uh, I know you you haven't played it, and you, I don't think you're picking it up. And I wouldn't recommend you picking it up just yet. Did um, you try to get a refund? I did. I did. I I actually tried to get a refund for this game. Um, I know. And now look, I have played a lot of the Battlefield games, and I actually am a big fan of the series. I've always liked the Battlefield games. I've always liked the the big scale combat scenarios of Battlefield games. I've always loved squatting up with friends and completing objectives and all this shit. Uh, Battlefield 24-2, You know, before I get into the down stuff, you know. Some of the technical feats in this game are nothing to scoff at. I mean, it's really impressive to have 128 players battling it out through dynamic weather with all sorts of shit going on, uh, mm-hmm. and the game still holds that solid frame, bra- frame rate and it's grandiose in scale. It does a lot of good things from that perspective. Like, it's really impressive to see that many people battling out, even though we saw 256 in MAG, whatever, 128, high-fidelity graphics, beautiful-looking game. Uh, it's, it's, it's impressive in that regard. So I, I, I definitely give it props for that, but here's the issue I have a Battlefield, And I think, I think prime will, will attest to this. Um, I don't know if more is always better. Um, 128 is a lot of people. And right now, I don't know. And, and this has always been an issue with battlefield games early on. Nobody, it's like everyone, it's like driving in Michigan. A lot of people in Michigan just forget what it's like to drive in snow, and they just drive like idiots when the first snow falls. When Battlefield comes out, it's like everyone fucking forgets. It's objective-based. Go to the objective, capture it, and revive your fucking teammates.
1: They, they, They think it's Call of Duty or something. It's super basic.
0: Go to A, B, C, or D. Wherever your teammate marks to go, go there as a squad. Revive one another. Heal one another. And you'll win. Super fucking simple. But for whatever reason, the first fucking week, everyone's like, dude, I got to get my KDR to like 15. I'm going to kill everybody. Fuck your objectives. And like Prime just said, it's fucking infuriating. Mm -hmm. You're laying on the ground dead, bleeding out. Even though I fell off a 61-story building, I get blown off with a grenade fall 61 floors and i'm down there waiting for a fucking revive teammates around you everywhere i'm spamming the fucking revive me button nobody revives me okay cool you guys are idiots it's really really fucking infuriating to play a battlefield game where nobody knows what the fuck they're doing right but the thing is man conquest right now it is the maps are so big and there's so many people it does a really bad job at encouraging people to go to the objectives. Whereas MAG, while it was ahead of its time, you knew where the fuck you needed to be. Everybody, Dude, the objectives were a complete chaotic war zone. Very few people strayed away from the objectives in MAG. I feel like nobody does anything in Battlefield. It. And it's just because it is, the maps are huge and there's almost like too much going on. It's hard to, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just fucking old and I like the smaller intimate affairs that we see in, like, Halo that we'll talk about here in a minute. Or, like, even the smaller tactical modes in in Call of Duty where it's just more focused. This just seems way too fucking chaotic. It's way too chaotic. I'm just not a huge fan. Now, I will say, outside of that, everybody gets in and immediately starts looking for somebody to kill. They really do. I mean, Prime, seriously, how often when we were playing... We were just running around from objective to objective. Nobody around. There's a lot of running in this game. A lot of running. Battlefield is like Halo only fun with a group of people, you know. Even with a group of people I know I'm playing with, like Prime, and I think there was somebody else that we were playing with. It was just a really. It was just a chaotic mess. It was a chaotic mess. And, and I understand that with Battlefield, you got to wait a little bit to kind of like get the people. A lot of the folks are like, oh, I'm going to go play Call of Duty. And then they go and leave, and then everyone battlefield mind with the, with that mindset. It's a much more enjoyable experience. It really is, I, and I have hopes for that. But uh, conquest mode, I feel like is just it's just too much now. Hazard zone, the the four the the four player squad mode. That game could be really really fun. I didn't get a whole lot of time with it with people that I knew, but even the people that I didn't know, some of the randos, some experiences were shit. Others were actually really good, like hard, like that, that mode is actually really cool. You go in, you have to capture, like try to grab as many data discs as you can and then get out. So you go in, there's multiple other four man teams in there and you're trying to capture as many data discs to get the best amount of rewards that you can. It's very tactical. It's much more slower paced and it works because the maps are so big still with a lot of verticality, a lot of different places to go. You can ambush, you can play stealthily. There's a lot of cool things about Hazard Zone that I want to explore okay. more. That's the one mode that I really wish I could play a little bit more of. Conquest just doesn't do it for me. But the biggest issue that I have with this game right now is, technically speaking, outside of like the grandiose scale of things, this thing is a buggy fucking mess. And I understand it's different for everybody. There's going to be people going to be like, I haven't had one issue. Cool. My Xbox has reset itself three times. The game has crashed and turned my Xbox off. That shit is not cool. i was like, well, I haven't had that problem yet. Go on fucking Reddit. It's a real problem. I don't want my fucking shit crashing. I mean, if it crashes to the fucking, the, 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 the main screen or whatever that hub is on the Xbox, that's one thing. One thing. Yeah, the app crashed. Yeah, if the app crashes, that's fine. But when my fucking Xbox gets set to fucking standby mode and shuts off completely, you got a problem. Big problem. You need to fix that shit ASAP. I'm not playing your fucking game until that is fixed. Period. I told Prime, and we both tried to put in for
1: refunds. Until this is fixed, I don't want this game, dude. Did he get a refund? He did not. He got denied as well. I think you guys should create some sync, because I think this is a game you could theoretically get a refund. Dude, out. if it's crashing your system, just give like some points from Microsoft. I mean, I
0: mean, seriously. I mean, honestly, if it's crashing your system, how is I'm doing, I put that in the description? It is crashing my Xbox to standby
1: mode. You need to escalate that.
0: That that that's grounds for a refund. Yeah, red ring of death. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Battlefield red ring of death. Exactly. Uh, it's just um, it's a it's a total shit show you in that you regard. Handle that. And it's it's really disappointing. And and like Prime mentioned, there's multiple times we'll we'll load into a game and we try to fucking deploy, and we can't.
1: That's that's fucking. And
0: you'll see people in the team chat going, "I can't, I can't, um, I can't load in." So do we just just quit? And you quit. And then there's other times where I'm sitting by a wall and I'll peek. I'll try to shoot somebody, and for whatever reason, there's an invisible barrier coming off the wall, and it just shows my bullets exploding in front of me. This game is a technical fucking mess, dude. It's a disaster in that regard. And it's unfortunate because it, obviously, Battlefield games, much like Far Cry's and Call of Duty, you don't have to do much. You don't have to fucking deviate much from the fucking DNA, the game plan. Just release a fucking product that it's, works. Just has got to work, man. Dude, you have. Dude, I love Battlefield. I love the concept of Battlefield. This game's a fucking disaster right now.
1: And it's unfortunate. <laughs> a lot of wait sorry I, I i'm sorry you're right uh but we got some people jumping in here oh we some, got some people on what youtube what up, justin yeah, what's going on dude nice you mr Insano, justin welcome guys we appreciate you appreciate we love you seeing stopping you guys by. coming to the youtubes uh yeah like here's the thing i when it comes to like the battlefields and the call of duties i will sometimes gravitate towards the call of duties that are like modern warfare's right mm-hmm. because t- typically i feel like infinity Ward has a better feel for me uh, and i know we debate that sometimes but sure. I, I do i do feel that i really enjoy battlefield more and i like them because like i liked four i liked one because i feel like these games are certainly um more objective like i might not be great because i'm not great at other fps games outside of like maybe halo here or there but you know, I can play something like Battlefield and play a mechanic or uh, something that's I mean, reviving, go, yeah, a and I'm getting and I, you know, and I'm getting points and points because first of all, I'm playing the objectives. Yes. Second of all, I don't have to worry about killing so much because I'm doing a job that's contributing to the squad and the team. You
0: don't have to be. It's not. You don't have to be skilled at killing to be successful at Battlefield. Right. To enjoy
1: it, and I like that about it. And like, honestly, this is just a, a bad year for me to even like think about playing another game like this knowing that halo was on the horizon but i was actually really like i know we talked about it months ago i was worried about the price for the content you're getting but i was like you know what down the road i might consider this game i don't know if i would at this point even mm-hmm. if it's fixed i don't know that i would you know we got some good battlefield
0: stuff. 3 is probably the last one i really enjoyed forge battlefield 3 um i also i love the bad company games um i thought hardline was an interesting idea but hardline was in this weird place where they're like fuck man we're going to release this in march and everyone was like huh you're not releasing battlefield and it, the cops and robbers thing was interesting to a degree, but it's just not nearly as exciting as like the military side of Battlefield. I feel like there's way more options. There's way more stuff you can do. Yeah. Um, do people rage at Halo? We're going to talk about Halo in a minute. But, <laughs> dude, after playing Battlefield and after playing Halo and after playing a shit ton of Call of Duty, I can, in my opinion, and again, it's just my opinion. I respect everyone's thoughts on this. I, I rank them like this right now. Right now. And each game, don't mind you, each game has its flaws. Halo Infinite,
2: oh. Call of
0: Duty Vanguard, okay. Battlefield 2042. That's just how I rank them right now. I've had a lot of fun with Call of Duty. I've had a lot of fun with Call
1: of Duty. I mean, You've really I'll, been singing some praises on it. I've played
0: a lot of Call of Duty. That's how I would rank them right now. The, Call of Duty has, I think the, the reason I like Call of Duty more is simply look at the fact that the game fucking works. It's not breaking my system. Right. It's not trying to kill my system. Uh, val- from a value perspective, it's got a single player, a lot of content, multiplayer, Hard zombies, yep. whether yep. you like stuff or not. Uh, actually, hey, uh, Mr. Sander, we're going to talk about uh, Back for Blood here in a little bit. We're going to talk about the Game Awards after this to- after our next topic. We're going to get into that. I want to get your thoughts, so stick around. I want to get your thoughts on that. Well, I think there's some that. really good stuff going on with the Game Awards, some good, uh, good conversations. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like right now with Battlefield and all the technical issues and the fact that it's multiplayer only, this game needs a lot of fucking love right now and it's really hard to recommend it really is and that sucks because i like from, from a from a perspective of like objective-based gameplay i used to would prefer battlefield over call of duty i really would mm-hmm. but right now i can't because call of duty is launched and while yes i have an issue with some of the zombie stuff the campaign is short it's still there it still works the multiplayer is fucking fun the maps are great it's in a better spot than Battlefield. Battlefield 2042 is a shit show right now. It's really that simple. And, again, this is just based on my experience with it. If, if some of you have had great experiences, I am fucking happy and jealous as hell. But right now, I have to tell you, I'm just not digging this right now. It's a mess. You didn't have to try and get a refund, but he did. I tried to, and Microsoft was like, nope, You can, played it you too need, long. You, I think
1: you need to push that envelope a little harder. No,
0: Microsoft was like, ha, that's hilarious. You and this fucking Prime loser both asking at the same time. We see you guys playing together. Somebody call
1: the Bill Gates.
0: Oh, exactly. Forge, and you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. EA EA got my money.
1: They don't give a fuck if it's going to kill my system. You could have the greatest franchise in the world. They'll buy it and shit on it and then never talk about it again. They're savage. They're just absolutely savage. All right. Let's
0: move on to the next game. The game I know we really want to talk about. We really want to get your thoughts on. So the other day, I think it was yesterday, Microsoft had their 20th anniversary event
1: yesterday, two days ago. Two days ago, One what day. the fuck? Ever you drunk? Was.
0: I am actually. This is a strong beer. Good. Um, Microsoft had their 20th anniversary event. They had a nice video that went up, showed Prime. the history of uh, Xbox, and at the end, three four three Industries came on the screen and said, "Hey, we're dropping the multiplayer today." Much like a lot of people had hinted at leading up to Monday. Yeah, the They're like, it's coming were out there. And yeah. immediately we were like, you, me, and Prime, and Kronos, and Tricky were like, you know what? Let's play tonight. Monday night, let's fucking play. And I've been excited for, for Halo because, you know, like, look, man, I love Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is always going to be my favorite. Yep. Mo- I've, I've spent more time playing Destiny and Destiny 2 than any other series this, this gen and last. Okay? I love, what, I love what Bungie has done with Destiny. But the multiplayer side of things, especially like with uh, trials and the competitive side, relying on abilities and ultimates and freezing people, that shit doesn't do it for me, man. I, I grew up on SOCOM, skill-based shooting games without bullshit, kill streaks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, SOCOM died a long time ago. But I, you and Prime and multiple others have been like, hey, man, look, Halo Infinite is going to be dope. It's going to be awesome. And I know that you don't have to rely on kill streaks and all this other bullshit. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm all in. I'm not a Halo guy. I don't have the experience you guys do. But I trust you guys' opinion. And I, I actually, just regard, just regardless of what you think of it, I liked Halo 5. I liked the multiplayer. It was whatever. Just the concept of it. No, res- you know, no all that bullshit that you see in, in some of these mm-hmm. other games. Mm-hmm. So, we jumped into Halo Infinite on Monday night. Now, I am not the Resident Halo guy yet. This guy and Prime Didac are the Resident Halo guys. Tone, mm-hmm. you've been waiting a long time for this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Halo 5 was a major disappointment to you on the multiplayer front. You didn't have an issue with the single player, but Correct. you did not like the multiplayer. At all. So you were concerned about 343 and how they would handle Halo Infinite multiplayer. Mm-hmm. You played the technical test and you were like, hey, this actually feels pretty good. Hopefully the final release is good. Mm-hmm. So here we are, dude. Mm-hmm. You played a decent amount,
1: not a whole lot, not as much as Prime, because he's a fucking loser. Well, both of you are scumbag pieces of shit, but that's uh, another topic, entirely.
0: Uh, stay out of my business, and mind your own, stay in your lane.
1: Your thoughts on Halo Infinite, what you've played so far? Well, first of all, I do like to point out that it is important to note, is that we have access to the Season 1 Pass. This is technically just an early release, they are it's considering it still a beta. Very much so. I would like to say that Covering for their a... Ass. Right, these guys, I want to point out, three four three has had a hard time up that up that hill to get people to buy into their halos. Just mm-hmm. overall, as a as a as a whole, um, between four and five. And here we are, infinite's out. Uh, they release the multiplayer early, a beta still, and it releases better than apparently Battlefield, which I find ironic. Um, but they, they also were doing what typically halo does do and they've done well a lot of the times and they've done and keep in mind, they've been doing this since like halo three where they do actual public beta pay tests multiple times. They don't do it like once; sometimes not even they twice. Ran they do, multiple technical they tests. do, they, they do, they know what they're doing because they, 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 they see ahead, you know, their, their, their thought process. So they know um, the importance of the halo brand. Right. And, and again, keep in mind five, there, listen, there are people that enjoy it and like it. I get it. It was not my thing. I've, I've been around long enough where I feel like if it's not one I like, I've got my legitimate reasons. And, you know, you might not agree with them. But at the end of the day, guess what? Halo 5 was kind of like forgotten real fast. And I blame that partly on the Xbox One's overall sales and release. But it's a lot of things I think that played into it. The campaign, this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't held in regard like it used to Halo in in, in like esports competition. We're gonna talk Nothing about that, Blanco. Like We're gonna talk Nothing about like that. I wanna get now, your thoughts on it. Um now at this point, this comes out early and uh you know, we've played the betas and I already, I was already like, this feels like it's feels good. It, fe- it felt it felt more like good. it felt more like Reach and Halo Three kind of had a baby, which Halo Three is also a little controversial for me, but it's far from being I think uh the worst in the series at this point, which is close to the bottom, but this felt like without the armor stuff that I love, this felt like halo, and I know I've talked about this a few times, so I'll try not to get too nostalgic and deep into it, but get home <laughs> I went to lunch i went uh to uh home on lunch, and I don't normally do that it's like literally twelve minute drive home um and I was like, man, I want to, you know, we were talking about it. one o'clock. They might, in, they might announce it. They might announce make, it. So I got it downloaded and ready to go, which was smart on my part. Because when which I is got this home, something
0: we don't say often.
1: When I got home, I had dinner about six. What did you have? Uh, I don't fucking remember. I don't care. <laughs> uh, about six thirty. I started fucking around with some things in the menus and stuff like this. I was still kind of like doing stuff around the house. But once that green light hit and I decided it's time to keep playing, which might have been 7 7.30, I don't recall I don't know the time because I know all I know is that Hop in the chat all, I've seen you guys all, that, all I know is that Kronos jumps in my party and we're stroking each other off playing the game <laughs> and then you're all like, well I'll be there nine well it's, it, you know you were there around nine Prime actually stayed up late you guys are one more one more timing me it's almost midnight I had to go to bed till almost midnight because I played that game for four to five hours straight straight. Mm-hmm. I texted the wife. I said, hey, she's like, I'm going to grab dinner on the way home. We're going to look relate, like turn and burn. You need anything? Nope. But I'm playing Halo tonight. So figure it out. And I did. And I haven't been able to play it in a day or two because last night I said, you know, I got to watch this stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And all I can think about, because you guys also won't shut up about it, is fucking Halo. And all I can think about is that the fact that tonight we're doing B&B. Tomorrow we've got a movie. Friday night. I'm telling you, guys, gals, Get to Friday night. It's gonna, it's gonna be wild. Friday night. Friday
0: night's gonna be wild. We're gonna have a crew of four. We're gonna go into battle. We're gonna lock horns.
1: We're gonna drink. Going to be a shit. So, now, uh, now I do. I, I know there's some things out here we want to talk about. I do want to say I understand and agree. We're gonna talk about that, Mister Insano. Sorry, guys. Are we talking okay. about the past? We're gonna talk about the battle past. Okay. A moment. So, how do you want to do this? Because I, I've got my two cents and thoughts on it. I'm gonna be a little bit. Mine is a little bit different and evolved from everybody else's. So if you want to kind of jump I'm into gonna, that, I'm
0: not going to go into the battle pass just yet. I just want to talk a little bit about the gameplay itself. Okay. Um, first of all, the reason that I've been so excited for this is because, like, look, as I mentioned, I was I was brought up on SOCOM for online gameplay, okay. and SOCOM, again, skill based, team oriented, objective based gameplay. So that's where, that's, that's what I grew up on. You know, I I, I like Call of Duty and kill streaks are fun. Destiny, the supers and abilities, those things are fucking sweet in PvE. But when it comes down to PvP, I want skill-based shooting. I want to just know that I can shoot somebody and not worry about being frozen in place or anything like that. I just want mano-a-mano. Yeah. Gun to gun, if my aim sucks, I got to own it. I don't want any other bullshit going on. I don't want airstrikes or anything like that. Shoot first. That's it. Coordinate with teammates. Work with friends. That's what I was built up on from a multiplayer perspective. I understand that since then, different games have come out and different generations of people, gamers, like certain types of stuff. I am an objective-based, team-oriented guy. Team shooters is my shit. That's what I want to play. I haven't had that in a long time. This game feels great to play first of all 343 has really nailed the first person shooter it feels really good to play this game and it also helps that the customization to the controls and the options is really really in deep yeah. there's a lot of shit to change to tweak it to your to get that feel that you want but hopping into an online show that it doesn't allow you to rely on special abilities and ultimates and killstreaks and blah 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 is a breath of fresh air even in 2021 dude which is crazy to think You look at all the other team shooters of the Rainbow Six Siege. Yes, team shooter, but you also have different abilities for each person. Overwatch, different abilities for each person. No abilities in this game. This is skill-based shooting, and I dig that. If I get my ass whooped, awesome. I'm fine with that. I didn't lose because I got frozen in place. I didn't lose because the entire team sat and waited until their ultimate recharged and then hit us all at once and wiped us out. It's just... Who is fucking good and who's not. I love that shit. I can own it when I suck. That's what I dig about this game right now. Hopping into the matches with Prime the other day. We were doing arena ranked. Calling stuff out. Working together. Flanking. In tandem. In unison. That is how I want to fucking play, dude. Boom. Prime nail. Halo's PvP secret. Get fucking good. That's what I want to play, dude. That's how I want to play my games. And the, and I feel like right now, early on They have nailed that The maps are really, really good There's a lot of ways to flank There's a lot of ways to ambush The modes are fantastic If if, if not, they're you know, old school Capture the flag Strongholds, Oddball Let's talk about Oddball a little bit There are some really fucking dope ass but Like look, Slayer's fun Team Deathmatch is always going to be good But when it comes to stuff like Oddball And Strongholds and Capture the flag the fucking working together and calling stuff out learning the maps learning the call outs for the maps what areas, what dude that shit to me mm-hmm. gets me hyped dude i soak my panties when i fucking play games like that
1: which is weird cuz usually in a bunch too but you know <laughs> like honestly like so we had uh so we had a 4v4 going on it was uh you me prime and chronos yes and <clears throat> i felt like I know I know Prime Slayer's in there, uh, cuddle Slayer is in arena ranked. he said he got a lot of he was getting a lot of oddball. It's
0: really weird because like and uh, and I, I want to mention this because when we were playing at Prime and I we were talking about it, like man we're playing a lot of oddball and then when you go look at the playlist, it's almost like we were playing in the order that the maps are listed so we had a lot of oddball, a lot of CTF and then when we were because we were trying to rank up and figure out what our rank was going to be. As we played more, I was like, man, now we're getting to multiple Slayers. It's almost like when you go into Arena Ranked and look at the play modes, it'll show like a list of stuff, and it's a lot of oddball. It's like all the oddball and all the maps that it's on, and then it's um Capture the Flag and all the maps mm-hmm. that it's on, and then, boom, it was Slayer on five maps, and we just kept playing Slayer. So I almost wonder if it's going down that list. I would
1: imagine it probably so is. So
0: Slayer is there. You just got to fuck around with Oddball,
1: which I don't mind because I like Oddball and CTF.
0: Well, I, I wish it was random, though. I well, wish it was more
1: random. First of all, playing a beta right now, everybody. We're not getting all the options. No, no. And, and I At, don't think anyone's trash I think I, we understand well, I'm, I'm, I know you may understand that, but I'm just saying, like, I think people keep forgetting that this is still technically a beta. We just have access to the season pass. Sure, sure. So people, which we'll uh, talk about. people talking about SWAT. I want SWAT, too. I love SWAT. I want SWAT. I want fucking Lone Wolf. I love Lone Wolf. You love Lone Wolf. I love wolf. some Lone wolf. wolf. So, you know, eventually we'll have the ability to say i want to search for this probably with i'll, I'll ball. i just want team slayer so right now we just we'll, we'll get more modes we just got to chill out for a minute right um but listen the the <laughs> we were doing the 4v4 and i felt like i listen yes. i know i know typically when i'm playing halo and i'm playing with prime my back hurts. I'm carrying his ass all the time. You're good at shooting games, even if it's a newer game. You, you. Listen. I did. I did complete the you, the, li- the
0: rank thing. I am right, platinum level. Right. Four, I've been
1: working. So. You, you're not. But whatever. But the point is, is that you know we slid right into that. You're playing a Keep in mind, you're playing a series that your boys started. So you're sliding into something like and you mentioned it when you went into when you went
0: into the alpha of her destiny I'm like whoa
1: so what I'm saying is though is that, that we like even with chronos who I've actually not played a lot of FPS games with do the four of us jumped in all of a sudden it's like we're it, didn't, sma- we're it, didn't, it didn't take long for no. us and we might not have won every single one but instantly what we were doing it was just like hey hey here 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 we just slid into it and had that it just had that going. And then we got into big team battle, and that's where it gets always gets messy with big team battle. But if you notice, we jumped in there and we're all like, what the fuck are we doing? But by the end, we not have been we might not have been fully winning, but we were putting in a fucking effort. We had Tricky in there. We had we had a good handful of us in there that were actually fucking doing.
0: And I'm and I like what you just said there. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna combine it with what Prime and I were seeds. talking about. When Prime and I Yeah, the seeds, yeah. What was it? Uh I think it's called not um strongholds. It's uh, called our Power- Power, no it's like like dick. um seed dick yeah yeah seed me I don't but no t- like like prime mentioned it and i agree with them we were playing big team battles because we were trying to knock out challenges which we'll talk about in a minute and then we went back into quick play and arena stuff and it's just like okay we we, we can't play big team battle because big team battle is such a departure from quick play and arena because big team battle is just again like battlefield it's just chaos it's you have unorganized chaos, which is which is cool if you have like six or seven if, or eight you, got, on, if you got if you got
1: you got five six people to play and you're organizing yes the best you hilarious. can it's, it's not that you, you might have a good chance yeah,
0: you might have you might have a good chance but even then like it's just like okay cool it's fine a lot of people running around there's different mm-hmm. weapons dropping. i get i get more of shit up but at the end of the yeah. day yeah, yeah, and, yeah you know and prime and i'm gonna mention this you know because prime and i talked about this Ultimately, my focus is going to be on arena ranked, and it's going to be on quick play, the four v four stuff. That is where I want to be. I love the tactical stuff, but I think it's a really good like palate cleanser. Like at the end of the night, you're fucking wasted. Hey, let's go into big team battle and blow shit up and work on that fucking pass, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Captain uh, says now the devs are really putting in the effort for older fans. They're doing a great job. I mean, they're very transparent. We've talked about that in the signal. We've been talking about they are constantly taking feedback. They've made multiple changes already that are still going to implement some changes to the past, which we'll talk about in a minute. But overall, Tone, I mean, big team battle is a fun mode. We saw we, we have some highlights that were fucking hilarious. Some people
1: love that mode. I have never very the only times I've ever loved that mode on like original combat evolved or Halo 2 when we're playing blood Gulch and I've got like eight to 12 people that I know that's, that's the only time I've ever enjoyed those maybe playing. And it's usually like something like CTF outside of that. Like I don't play fucking big team battle. I'll do it. If we've got enough people on and people want to play. The thing that that prime and I didn't like about is the fact that it changes your mindset to how to play the game.
0: Like if you go into big team battle and fuck around there for like two hours and then try to go to play like arena ranked or quick play, you have to adjust quickly, very, very quickly. Which is why I think feel, feel like if we go into a night, a Friday night stream, focus on arena ranked early on, until we're all shit faced and getting our asses kicked. Like, all right, let's go into big team battle and fuck around just and fuck have some around. fun. That's a cool, a nice palate cleanser, a nice way to unwind mm. and, and and knock out the challenges, which we'll talk about in a fucking just minute. Let's talk about it. Okay, but overall tone. You're digging it. You're Feeling, loving it. Feels it feels like Halo. Feels it's like Halo. Feels it's like Halo. Halo. And I'm not a Halo guy, but I want to be a Halo guy because I've really enjoyed what I've played so far. I want to see some SWAT because I do like SWAT. I played SWAT, and it's fun. Tomo played me and Duel. Uh, none of that is true. But anywho. All right. So now the battle pass conundrum. There is a lot of discussion out there right now regarding the battle pass. And I feel like it's justified. A lot of people that love the battle pass and a lot of people who fucking hate the battle pass. Mm. And I can understand that because the battle pass is fucking random.
1: And then there's some of us who don't really fucking care. There are some who don't fucking care.
0: So after 10 hours of play, Prime's at 18. I don't know what his level is. And I don't know how understandable the, uh, the challenges are that he's had. But after 10 hours of play, I'm currently at level four of my battle pass. Yeah. I'm trying really hard to be patient with 343 while they monitor the feedback from the community. But as someone who appreciates having challenges and objectives, I much prefer the ones that I can get organically and at a rate that'll feed my OCD. I like to make progress when I play multiplayer. At the same time, I don't want to fucking beat the Battle Pass in a week. Mm-hmm. I want that grind. It's tough,
1: grind. it's tough balance. It's tough with the Battle Pass. It's a really pass.
0: tough balance. But here's the thing, y'all. Here's my... And I talked to Prime about this, and I said this. I don't understand how games like Destiny 2, Call of Duty, Fortnite, Battlefield, all have Battle Passes. <clears throat> That are very accessible and very rewarding and require a grind. And somehow, 343 in a meeting room, drew up this plan and said, yo, they'll love it. I don't get that. Mm -hmm. This battle pass is not ideal. I don't mind that the battle pass is tied to challenges only. I would love to be rewarded for the games that I play really good and I rack up a lot of kills and objectives even though the same people in there who are AFK or not doing anything aren't getting anything less or more than I am. They're basically just completing their challenges. That is kind of like weird, but I understand that. I understand they changed it, the prime, but the fact is the fact that they launched it in the state that it was is weird. It's, and they're going to have to change it a lot more prime. This, this is not a good battle pass. It's not a good idea. I I understand they're ch- They're gonna have to change it more. But when I sit there and I and I play this game and I get and this is how it's gonna be. This is why the randomization is going to is going to elicit different responses from people. Prime the other day when we were playing, he's like going through his challenges. He's like, "Oh, I got to get twenty five kills with this gun." I'm like, "Oh, I, I want that one. I need to get ten assists. I, I want that one." No, I have three fucking challenges that are like find this random fucking this this hard to find gun and get one kill okay well find the cinder shot I, I i know on big team battle let's go into big team battle and we'll knock out these challenges cool we're going to be i'm running around trying to find a cinder shot i don't know what the fucking cinder shot is i'm running around all the different weapon things on the map and i'm like where can i find the fucking cinder shot i need to get a kill with it can't find it anywhere so (laughs) i'm not completing the objectives i'm trying to run around because i want to complete my challenges because it's not streamlined it's not accessible. it's not ideal anytime a battle pass or a challenge has me deviating from my objective or playing differently that's fucking stupid you have failed your test (laughs) <laughs> dude you get 10 kills left handed while surfing on a warhog, but only on saturday between dude that's how it felt
1: that's how it felt to the him.
0: cinder the cinder block or whatever it's called No, not cinder block cinder shot all it does on big team bell is it drops from an orbital deployment but it's random so when when they're on the uh, the mic and they're like hey go to fucking uh the cinder, uh, there's an orbital dropping somewhere i gotta look up see where it's dropping And then run to it. Hopefully nobody else gets to it before me. Right. And then if I do happen to make in there, hope to God it's a cinder shot. All for 250 XP points, which is maybe a fourth of that level. No. No. I want 25 kills with this gun. Even if it's a gun I fucking hate. Your game is fun to play. Your game feels good to play. I don't mind putting time into it. I don't mind grinding that shit out. If I can go out and find a gun that's accessible, get all the fucking kills I need, and still help the team move forward with the objective, you have made a great challenge. When I have three fucking challenges that want me to find a random fucking gun that might or might not drop in this map, or find a vehicle that might or might not show up, you have failed. You have fucked up your challenge list. Oh, but hey, I can spend five dollars to get two swap points. I can go in there and swap out a challenge for something else, not knowing what the fuck it is. Where it could be like, hey, it's not a sinner shot, but you got to get a ro- you got to kill a warthog. Well, okay, well, I, where are the rocket launchers at? Can I get one in time to kill a warthog? Will the warhog sit still? It's just like, dude, Some mm-hmm. somebody, like, look, I'm not pretending I know how to make a fucking challenge or to create a battle, a, a battle pass, okay? All I know is if somebody creates a pass that's going to have me deviating from what I'm trying to do in the objective, and it's not streamlined in, you have failed. You have made a mistake. It shocks me that in a room, 343 Industries drew up this battle pass and said, yes, run it.
1: Mm. No. Yeah, they can't even make floors for Halo 5 multiplayer. Man, this so.
0: is a really bad battle pass. And I'm glad that they're making changes to it. But they have a long ways to go. A long ways to go. I should not have to spend money. I shouldn't have to wait. And I love how like you can get swaps every three or four levels on the battle pass. <laughs> what if I can't advance my battle pass? Because you have fucking challenges that are super right, right, fucking right, right. stupid. I don't know. I just... It, you know, whatever. Tricky. they could do. It. Tricky says if someone in the
1: squad did the challenge, then it would be way better if everyone sure, got it. But like, that would be cool. The challenges don't need to be so hyper-specific. That's what's dumb about it. Dude,
0: there are some that are tied to specific modes with a specific gun. You don't get to control the mode. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. You know, all you get control of is quick play, arena ranked, what? and big team battle. They you got to get,
1: get, pata- get that figured out, and they got to get it figured out ASAP.
0: I mean, I, and the prime prim says maybe that's why they they why it's going for six months, and I understand that, and and I get it's 166 days, bro. I don't have all night. I can't play every single day. You know, I can't sit there and wait a week. You know, if I can't hop on and play, and oh, well, they got some ridiculous challenge here.
1: He's only got so much BTL, folks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I already burned all my sick time. But I mean, the thing is, it's just it's just weird that. You could get stuck with so many like just random challenges that are just more based on random than just accessible. That's all I'm saying. It's just it's just it's a stupid battle pass. It
2: needs to be built smarter.
0: You look at what all these other games have done with their battle pass, and they've I a Blanco. I understand that you can save the battle pass for later. I get that. I want progression. I want to be I want to be able to unlock the different stuff while I play. I shouldn't spend five hours. To maybe get a quarter of my pass. That's there's no way you can explain that or justify that to me. A quarter of your experience. Sometimes feel like Yeah, a really, qu- I mean, it's it's just it's asinine. It's absolutely asinine. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's a poor battle pass. It's it's I'm not ripping on the game. I love the game. I love the gameplay. It's a poor battle pass.
1: Um, yeah, I I like there. It 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 needs to be done smarter. It needs to be more experience based. You need to get do what they've done with Reach and other ones is like, you know, um. You know, you get a, you get a double kill, you get 50 experience points, whatever it is. that Those sort of sh- things should count towards your battle pass as well, too. It shouldn't just be based on all these challenges, especially these hyper-specific. I, I agree with all that. I, like, I, at the end of the day, for me, and I, you know, we talked about this, I don't really overall care right now. I know it's probably going to be fixed. I play Halo for me for the most part. It is definitely I do enjoy the cosmetics, which is annoying because sometimes they're behind the battle pass stuff. So I get that. I mean, they're all they're or or well, or already. I could just buy a skin for oh yeah, which you bucks. need to do
0: because we got a dope ass skin. Shut up.
1: So <laughs> yeah, I don't do blue. Sorry, but uh, you know, um, for me, like playing Halo was definitely about more my problem with it. Like I so I get the battle pass. I think that's fair. I don't really have a especially when you realize that everybody's got their own, which is dumb. Right. Um. I play Halo just for the Halo. However, that said, my biggest gripe with it so far, overall, and I think the Battle Pass is a great one I probably should be more gripey about, is the fact that I have to use a fucking separate website to track my points Oh, my yeah, KD. don't talk
0: about Yeah, let's get started on the
1: stats. You know, right? and I don't want it. I don't want it's, it's getting It is
0: important because, honestly, man, this is a skill-based game, and those stats are really important. It, it's,
1: it is because, like you know i don't always jump in looking i know listen i know it's a first person shooter so i know my KD is never going to be great i also know how i play halo specifically which makes it so my KD isn't going to be great now is it higher than primes right now absolutely by about 0.5 it's points Not even close. um it is yeah no, no i mean, no, I mean way I, yeah, than. yeah it's I'm, not I'm, even I'm close i'm higher than prime yeah, i know it's i look not even close, he so raised so. his a little bit this week but i mean if you got 18 He's hours I'm, yeah it, whatever so. it's cool good for him so but, you know, I like to look at that kind of progress. I want to see my accuracy. I want to see how I'm doing with the assault rifle or maybe this pistol or whatever it is. But you can't even do that in the game. The game doesn't even track your own fucking stats. And I don't know if Halo... I, I want to say Halo 5 did. Can you correct me if I'm wrong or not, if Halo did or not track your stats. I don't know because I didn't give a shit about that game. I do know that the last game that I played a lot of, which was 4 tracked all your fucking stats still mm-hmm. oh you got 742 kills with a grenade you had forty thousand double kills whatever it is you know so i just it, that that one's really puzzling to me i find that yes because it is skill based why aren't we able to look at that we can still do the great stuff that halo does which is you can check your your last match and video and maybe clip it i don't know what you can do with it but you mm-hmm. can still review that and stuff as well too you can do all that shit, but you can't tell me how many kills I got for my entire career.
2: Yeah.
1: like, and, and I like that
0: stuff because I like to be able to look at the stat, Like on Call of Duty, I can look at my individual performance for every gun. I can see which guns I'm weak at in terms of accuracy. I can see which ones I'm strong at. Yeah. And when I can see those stats, like I love the academy and, and, the, and, and the armory in and, and Hale where you can hop in there and like, I'm going to pick this gun. Figure out what the fuck I'm doing wrong with mm-hmm. it. How am I, How can I become more efficient with it? I need those stats in a skill-based game. The fact that the stats in this game are so lame is boggling to me. I don't understand that at all. How do you not have just a traditional stat page and weapon performance page? I understand it's in beta. This game's been in development for a long time. And for a shooter, a, a multiplayer
1: online shooter, a stats page is integral and hey maybe that's coming at the actual release we have i just feel like everybody's so focused on the battle pass being an issue which i again i digress on that i get that some of the more like but why or not i, I haven't seen anything really talking about the fucking stat i've seen some people talk about it but you know like i feel like god damn, like that's a pretty big fucking deal so
0: and the only reason i'm being picky about because i really want this game to be like, like yeah the well, definitive well if you're gonna put sure. your
1: time in it you want to make sure you're getting back i need that feedback yeah yeah well you you want to get what you are putting into it, exactly. So I get that. But I so. mean, and from a stats perspective, I
0: need that feedback oh, yeah, in order yeah. to excel at the game. Right, right, right. So I know which guns I need to work on mm-hmm. and which ones I, you know, I need to change my Everybody seems to
1: Start with a battle rifle. Everybody be good. Everyone,
0: I love the battle. Well, actually, here is the thing, Tone. <laughs> you will like to hear this. Mm-hmm. In arena ranked, mm-hmm. you start with a battle rifle. This Everybody, should be. no pistol, all battle rifle. Oh my God,
1: my PB got hard.
0: Friday night gonna be wild. All right. We got two more topics. We want to get through these for y'all. I am actually going to go grab a drink real quick, but I'm going to call it a Tones PV break because I feel like there's some really good conversation. I want to talk about Chucky, and I'm feeling really good right now. I'm feeling a lot of energy. I love y'all very much, but I need to get a drink. I drank these beers. I'm going to go get a strong ass Vizzy. Okay? I'm going to go get a strong ass Vizzy. Uh, uh, here's what I think about stats it all comes back to waypoint. They have a mobile app uh, for infinite the mobile app has nothing on it It's incredibly light. I've already checked that the waypoint app has dick on it They need to really update that as well I, I When it comes to now halo 5 and the master chief collection you can click on those and you get a lot of stats but for Infinite, it has not been updated for that. But again, this game has been developed for a long time. Oh, it's not ready. How are, yeah. How's a stat page? Also, you
1: shouldn't have to go to a separate app to get your fucking KD.
0: Val point. I shouldn't need to go to an app. I should just be able to go to the in-game stats page. Ooh. On Call of Duty, I can go look at every single fucking gun and look at my KDR and my accuracy and everything with it. That's a it's basic thing, dude. It's a basic thing. True. Be right back uh i'm gonna run a tones pee break just because it's been a minute but i'm just grabbing a beer so we'll be back really fast be right back y'all all All right we're not and we're back i got myself a Vizzy because i drank all the christmas ale so now i'm on to the Vizzy. and this week we found out the uh nominations for the game awards 2021 which will be airing live at 9 p.m. Eastern on December 9th. Now, there are 30 categories of nominations. We're not going to talk about all of them. No. Just a couple we wanted to address. Yes. You can obviously go over to uh, Jeff Keighley on on Twitter, and he'll have all the nominations. I mean, he has eSports. He has everything covered in terms of nominations.
1: It's absolutely absurd. I don't like him personally, but I uh, do give him respect for he puts, really. He puts a great show together. Well, he, does, he, he works hard. He, well, I mean, because it was a, a goofball joke for so long at first mm-hmm. with the Game Awards. And he, he was the one that kept going and doing his thing with it. So, you know what? Respect to that. So. Look <laughs> like at Wolf. I was looking for you guys in the nominations, but couldn't find it. You guys got robbed. I thought so.
0: We definitely got snubbed. There were some I influencers just... and, and, and personalities. That I was a Yeah, just like, I Come don't on, uh, I don't uh yeah, way better than Yeah, they we are. could
1: we got uh some comments on that.
0: Anyways, I, I wrote a strongly worded letter to Jeff Keeling. I'm pretty sure he
1: just put me in. I the, just sent uh, him a picture of me selfie with a middle finger. And you're junk hanging out because you're a fucking perv.
0: All right, so. Like I said, there are multiple categories. There's a couple we just wanted to take a look at real quick because I thought they were pretty interesting. Uh, first up, I'm saying best so. action adventure game. And this one has me and you you and I both wondering, like, man, should uh, we have given this game a little bit more uh, attention? First one, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Do you remember that? Dude? A couple months ago, we were talking about, like, we don't know what the fuck this game is. It's probably going to be terrible is up for Best Action Adventure and it has scored incredibly well with the critics cool. and
1: everyone I've, I've seen on Twitter that I follow, they're like, man, this game is really fun. I mean... Awesome. I, I do, at this point, I do want to play it and check it out at some point, but I'm definitely going to wait for a sale price and we'll talk about the second one here. Why?
0: Uh, Metroid Dread?
1: That would get debatably my... Well, it's a tough one because there's another one in there too. That, uh, Metroid Dread was a great game at $13. You guys all know I just beat that recently. I definitely feel like it was a $40 game, but I digress.
0: Uh, with the exception of the price difference, you, you still think it was a really good game. It was
1: an uh, absolutely like fun game to play. Um, is it a uh, best adventure game? Uh, it's a tough one. Tough one. Man, so it's a it's, tough it's category. It's a tough category. We yeah. have
0: Psychonauts 2, which I have played a, a, a really good amount of myself to finish that. Uh, that game is actually really good. It's a really good story that of different themes. Um, And I would definitely compare it to uh, R.C., Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, which which I did play and complete, and is a really, really fucking fun game.
1: Also a shorter game than I would like to have said on that one as well, too, I feel like. But however, if we're talking adventure, it's hard not to really say, man, Ratchet & Clank does adventure platforming games top
0: notch. Yeah, it's really good. They've got it. And rounding out those nominations, Resident Evil Village, which Which, I fucking love. I'm
1: surprised it's in there for, did you beat it? I did. No, you didn't. Um, no, I didn't. Was, I know and, and,
0: uh, the one thing I really liked about this one, man, is the way it ended was that you beat so it? much better than 7. The, the, the ending oh. of 7 was so... The final boss was so disappointing. The boss battles in this game were fucking...
1: Yeah, I watched Anaheim play some of this game, and it was pretty gnarly, some of the boss battles. Um, that, and I'll, I'm i going to guess there's a lot of people out there to root for Resident Evil in this one. I think this is kind of a tough category. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of these uh entries... Some some of them kind of transcend to other categories as well, too. hmm Um I feel like that'd be a tough one for me because I've had hands on of them. Um Metroid Dread or Ratchet and Clank for me, but I wouldn't be surprised if anything else didn't get those. I got a feeling the you've seen the you've seen and if you haven't, Metroid Dread broke some pretty legitimate metroid and nintendo records oh it did it, it and that's that's nothing to wink at even for a 13 dollar game at a lot of people
0: in the chat are saying too mm-hmm. um you know brian mx says for this category it's metroid or ratchet um let's see uh tricky love region metroid, love metroid yeah, love Detroit, uh metroid. mr insane over on youtube said but guardians is runner up for me he uh he said village was awesome but guardians is runner up I'm I'm that's, really that's, interested in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Maybe, maybe I'll put bla- that on the Christmas list. It gets list.
1: to $30 in that Black Friday sale. I might have to pick it up. Which a, the game came out two weeks
0: ago. I'm surprised it's not $30. That's typically how it works. Uh, it launches, and then two weeks later, it's like, Yo, hey, it's on sale, $29.99. It's like, oh, shit. True. Guardians of the Galaxy has a great story. Gameplay is mad, okay, says great, Brian for MX. Perspective. I, I heard a lot of people say they like the gameplay, but I can understand there's probably different folks with different strokes, and the gameplay is just not there. That's the most important thing. If you're not having fun playing it, it's not gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious about but I, you know, out of all these games, you know, I played um a decent amount of Dread, I played a decent amount of Psychonauts too, I beaten Ratchet and Clank, I've beaten Resident Evil. Um, Gun to My Head. I feel like uh, out of those four, right right now, Resident Evil would probably get my vote. Uh, just because I felt like it was a complete experience. It was really fun. It was super intense. More than twelve or thirteen scary. hours. It was it wasn't terribly long, but it was just a well done game. Like mm. it was a really engaging horror game. And I really liked Village. But, you know, uh, Ration and Clank, I felt, was a technical showpiece. I didn't feel like it was, like, the, the the best game I'd played of the year in terms of its story. Like, it was fun to play. But it didn't blow me away in that regard. Um, Psychonauts 2, yeah. I feel, has a really good story. I really want to complete that and finish it out. Um, Metroid Dread, I'm close. That's what I'll probably actually, I'm, you know, next week we have a couple weeks of uh, time off. I might get some time in with that. Um says, atmosphere is on point. The entire horror experience is horror, which was fun. No, they did a great job with Resident Evil Village. I thought they did just an exceptional job capturing everything that makes those games great. So, right now, I'd say Village is my vote, but I still have to finish Dread and Psychonauts 2 to know for sure. Uh, moving on to best action game. I know somebody mentioned Back for Blood. That is up for a vote. Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. That's a wild group for action mm. games, man.
1: That's it's also what makes I think that unique. There's not a lot of like huge names in that. There's not a lot of huge names other than Far Cry, which is kind
0: of a you know, is a big name. Sure. I mean that's that's usual. But I mean Chivalry 2, other than PC, I don't know if a lot of people were really expecting much about right. it. I've played it. It is actually it's very it's very exciting, but the the, the there's a steep learning curve to the controls yeah, in heard. that game. It's 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 kinda like for honor. There's a lot of intricate stuff going on with the controls. Uh, I imagine once you get really, really fucking good at it, it's probably awesome as hell. I could see that, but it requires a lot of practice and getting good at the game. Uh, I love the premise of Deathloop. I have to get back into that and finish that. Far Cry. You know the way it, the thing is, man. With Far Cry, if you've played Far Cry, you know what Far Cry Six is. Yeah, you really know what it is. They, you know they made some changes to the to the. Um, the equipment that you wear and how it changes the stats of your character. Um, so I, I I thought that was interesting. Uh, out of all these games, you know, Back for Blood. Um, I seen uh, Mr. Him said Back for Blood, no question, no question for Back for Blood. Um, I liked what I played of Back for Blood. I think it's a really interesting game. Um, it's got some pretty cool moments. Out of all these though, out of the ones that I've played, I haven't beaten any of them. I would say Returnal is probably the one I go with, simply because it's the most unique out of the group. Um Far Cry is Far Cry, Deathloop is pretty unique, but in terms of like exhilaration and story and gameplay, Returnal has the edge there. Uh Back for Blood is it's a fun co-op game. Uh there's actually some pretty cool elements with the cards that you can use and the levels and whatnot. Uh Chivalry fun. 2 is 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 fun, um but you know, it's I don't I don't know if this is the best action game of of 2021. So I'm leaning towards Returnal. Uh, but you know, Returnal is is definitely a, a game, and I mean, you you took it back. You weren't a big fan. I mean, you liked the the presentation of it, but it's it was a gorgeous just, game. But just yeah, it the just controls quick, are really it good. just didn't
1: click with you. I just I don't I don't have patience for like games that are not very rewarding. Like, is it is it rewarding when you get to another through another whole piece and get to move on the story? Sure. If that's a rewarding for you, that's rewarding for you. Right. That's not rewarding for me at all. Like. I don't want to have to fucking, you know, every time I play a game when I've got time to play a game to rip my fucking pubes out just to enjoy <laughs> myself, uh, to do it. So, um, yeah, see exactly that game owes you a controller. <laughs> see, no, that game exactly, owes me. exactly. You I know, feel like we. I respect it. Yeah, return. Are, like,
0: look, like look, it's house, it, Housemark has done wonders. They did a great job with <laughs> Returnal um it's reviewed pretty really really well mm-hmm. but it's definitely going to be one of those love it or hate it it's games a niche, it's a niche series yeah so. it's it's a niche series it's a niche genre but mm-hmm. i think the fact that it's because it's house mark and they made this was a big stretch for them compared to what the, we we are used to from house mark yeah. and i just feel like it's super unique and i love the atmosphere of this game like yeah, it's just it's it's a fucking great game in that regard but yeah, absolutely everyone's got different opinions and i respect all of them and that's totally cool returnals going to get my vote here uh, but I still have to go in and finish some of these other games. But Returnal is just—it's just—it's just really good. Yeah, fuck back from blood. Fuck! Wow. Move on. Wow. Okay, you're gonna have to explain that to Mister. All right. So, game of the year. A lot of the same uh, folks that we just talked about. Death Loop. It takes two, which we played, which I thought was really fucking interesting fun. for game of the year. Game of the year. But I mean, I think that speaks volumes to how good of a co-op game. That- Look, I, yeah, Hazel. I agree. Hazel has has done. <laughs> phenomenal work in the co-op i think they have set the bar in terms of how co-op games work look it's one thing to jump into battle uh or or like um, borderlands or destiny 2 which is co-op that's fine but fully dependent co-op where you fully depend on your partner that you're playing with Hazel I just knows what the fuck they're doing in that regard, dude. They're, they're just indeed. that good. Mm-hmm. They're do, they, and they tackle a, a theme of this story that's really—it's a tough theme to talk about. It's a very mature story, but it's fun, it's exciting, and it can be challenging. There were a couple boss battles that we ran into. We were like, "What the fuck is going on,
1: man?" Hey, oh yeah, yeah. But you take you a minute, you figure it out. It's not that—it's not a terrible pattern. It's just you got to be sometimes really more than anything. You had to figure out the pattern and be like quick on your feet uh brian says okay like i said between metroid death of metroid wins
0: because it gets the nintendo boost now are you saying that's how are you saying i think he's, that's pred- he's predicting win? that because of but what is your thought um psychonauts 2 uh we also have ratchet and clank rift apart and resident evil village out of all of these games and there's a lot of talk about some of the games that weren't on this list Uh, specifically, one that has raised a lot of questions is Forza Horizon 5, which is one of the top-reviewed games of the, if not the top-reviewed game of the year. Now, look. I have played Forza Horizon 5. I think Forza Horizon 5 is a beautiful-looking, a great racing game. I'm not a racing game person.
1: Would I say it goes above one of these games? I don't know. A high rating for a racing game does not make it game of the year. I, I agree with
0: that. I agree with that. My thought is Loop. I didn't care I about it until seeing the reviews. Just beat it last week. Other than the ending, it's fantastic. I love the gameplay loop. I think that is a, one of the more inter- I, interesting elements of the game. I
1: don't have a hand. Like, is Metroid even on there, too? Is, is uh, it Metroid Dread is, is on there, yes. You know. um, uh,
0: Blanco, that won't be on until. Uh, it won't be up until next year's uh, Game Awards. I, I don't. Uh, it didn't I, meet the cutoff. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be
1: like, it's like November or something. No, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's, well, this is a beta, so it doesn't qualify because the game doesn't release until December 8th, which is past the deadline. Um, You know,
1: I don't, on this list, I don't know because I haven't had a hand on all of them. Uh, I feel like, I got to feel like, because what you base off what you say with Resident Evil, like that could be a big contender. Um, I do feel like what Brian does, it has some credence there because, um, you know, the the same year that uh, Breath of the Wild came out, I can't remember what other game came out that, should have got game of the year but breath of the wild is just because it was simply zelda i thought it was quizzical but um you know so i i don't really have a huge hand in this necessarily but you know hey uh yeah it was horizon horizon got yeah that's what it was thank you brian yes and you know i like what blanco says that cutoff really needs to go
0: i agree because fucking uh cyberpunk 2077 is up for best rpg for this year because it released so late, it wasn't up for nominations for last yeah, year. Was, yeah. So Cyberpunk 2077 is up for best RPG this year. Yeah,
1: it needs to be January. Like,
0: should it be should just out. be the end. Of, but the thing is, with the game awards, they got to have enough time for people to vote. You know, oh, and stuff like yeah, that. it's, just, it's really bizarre. It is, how, it is,
1: how bizarre. Yeah, how bizarre. So there's the game of the year. But yeah. I mean,
0: like, uh, you know, to go back to the of 5 discussion, I feel like, and and I do, I do feel like, you know, I'm not a racing fan. I'm not a big racing guy, but the game has reviewed it. I mean, this is, by all accounts, this is the best reviewed game out of- Well, did it
1: not meet the cutoff or not?
0: No, it's it's up for best
1: racing sports. There you go. But I mean, for game
0: of the year, I mean, no, I'm not saying that it got snubbed. I'm just saying, which of these games do you bounce for fucking Forza Horizon 5? I mean, I like Forza. I think it's fun, but I played Deathloop. That's super unique. I love story-driven stuff. I'm not gonna bounce it there. It takes two. Definitely not gonna bounce it I there. Plan. Metroid Jet Metroid Dread, that's the probably the best Switch game I've played. Not gonna bounce it there. Psychonauts too. No fucking way. Way better story than anything in Fort's Horizon. That story is really deep. Not gonna bounce that. Uh Ratchet and Clank. Technical showpiece. Fun story. Exciting. Maybe. Resident Evil Village. Maybe. But I really like that a lot more than what I played in Forts Horizon five. But again, that's just my opinion. Uh I don't see how you can just sit there and say like any like Forza Horizon got snubbed by any of these games. These games were all like really fun games, so I just don't, I don't understand the uproar. But I mean, is it is Forza like like when I play? Yes, it's really good. I've, I'm I'm playing. My kids love watching me play it, man. I'm sitting there knocking out races and completing objectives. They love it. I think it's fun to play, but I don't think it's as simple as saying, well, it's the highest reviewed game. It should be game, game of the, of the
1: year. year. Needs more than just. A show piece. It needs story game. If you're listen, if you're going to be up for game of the year, it has to have it has to meet some criteria to be. I think up for game of the year. I sure. don't think just. I mean, is there a story? In, is there a story in Forza? Are you I put mean, no. There's not a story in okay. Forza. I know better. Come on, you know what I mean? Like there, there at least these games like have some sort of depth to them. Right. Outside of just being a great racing, game. they have a gimmick to them as well. It's something that's unique. You know, you look so, at it, it takes two. A really. And Resident awesome. Evil's cool got a diverse, game. like, horrorist background, crazy big battles and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you can have a great time with it. It'd, it'd be like Ace Combat being up there. Mm-hmm. You know but what I, mean, I mean, if
0: you think I'm going to replace Psychonauts 2 or It Takes 2 or Deathloop or anything, any of these games, or, it, you know, Metroid Dread with Sports. No fucking way.
1: Right. No fucking way.
0: Like, look, like racing games are like sports games, like like MLB The Show. I look at it and Marvel. Over great there. example.
1: <laughs> Madden's not going to be up on Game of the Year. Fuck no. Sports games are going to be up there. Why would anybody think Forza's going to be up there? Mm-hmm. Fucking and,
0: hell. And, and Brian just says, "I feel like Game of the Year should be the game that the most fun for the most people." But fun is subjective. It, it really is. It
1: mm-hmm. is. But I also think that there's value in having more than just being some form of either niche genre or a short piece of something. Mm-hmm. Game of the Year means you have you hit certain criteria, and it's more than just like a one thing. Or a shtick, sure. That's that, and and I will hold to that. And this go, and I've been really extra passionate about this since the 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 bullshit that Breath of the Wild beat out Horizon that year. Because mm-hmm. while Breath of the Wild's a great game, no one's going to take away from that. We bend down the, and it's a, and it was they, they they listen they they turned the wheel, they they added another spoke in the wheel that was Legend of Zelda doing things that other games had done, which was be open, fully open world and crafted Mm -hmm. whereas horizon was a whole entire new story that came out and did created this immersive experience that you'd never seen before so you know uh, there sure there is a subjectiveness there as well too but i i i feel like we have to also kind of separate the fandom there too and i'm somebody who's also kind of critical on horizon zero dawn so yeah, I'm not, I, I, and To be honest with you, I'm not right, Brian, right. all that excited about Breath of the Wild But
0: anyway, speaking of Breath of the Wild, let's talk about most anticipated game of 2022 We have five games here, Elden Ring, which just had its uh, like private beta test and Seriously, a lot of people have been really excited about what they <laughs> saw there So, uh, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, and Starfield um i'm i'm really interested in, in most of these games i'm not a breath of the wild guy i'm not a big fan of it i just i couldn't get into it i was never compelled to go back to play it after a while i was just like nah whatever uh just uh, other than like the the puzzle room like the actual boss battles and, and the puzzles that in, were engaged that i was puzzles like cool the open world elements of the game i was like i just thought i was like this is fucking boring um so i just was not a huge breath of the wild person out of these games though um gun to my head probably horizon forbidden west just because i finished that recently and i really dug that i have not finished god of war so i can't really say if i'm excited about how that's going to end breath of wild no interest in Elden ring i'm interested in because it takes what i struggle at which is from software games the combat and puts it into an open world space which i do like open world so the ability to explore these worlds and see what's out there and build my character that way through different encounters. I'm interested in that. Starfield is something that I'm super interested in because I do want to see where Bethesda is going with this. But it's really going to come down to the fact that if this is just Fallout or Skyrim in space. With the height that they built up, I can't help but wonder if that's gonna be somewhat of a letdown. Like I love Fallout. I I spent a lot of time with Fallout Three. I spent a lot of time with Skyrim. These are games I, I, I really, really enjoyed. But if it's just that type of game in space, I'm going to need a lot more information there. I'm gonna need to know more specifics. We haven't seen shit about this game other than we know we saw a trailer and we know it comes out in November of next year. But gun to my head, out of these five titles, Horizon Forbidden West is probably
1: my most anticipated game. Fair. Where are you is. My mind's easy. What's yours? Definitely God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Way invested into Kratos. I don't know, like, prior to this last God of War, if I would say that to this list, I probably would say something like Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe even Starfield, very honestly. I gotta see I gotta, it's Bethesda, so I'm already... But you love sci-fi it. and you love that, right? So I like I'm very, very like, very, very curious about it. But um, if if not for the last God of War, I probably wouldn't be so extra invested. But I mean, they they literally pushed the bar for that series, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it was more than just adding an element to it. It re re envisioned the entire series. Uh, so I'm definitely uh kind of want to see where that going. Where's that? Where's that going? We'll see. Finish this. Uh, beat up on some uh Thors or something.
0: I just don't like Atreus. Oh, come on, Brian. What's wrong with Atreus? He's badass, bro. That's fine. He's badass. No, I dig it, man. All right. Let's move on to our final topic and wrap this show up. But it doesn't mean this topic isn't interesting. Chucky episode six. Holy fuck, dude. Mm -hmm. We are two episodes away from the finale. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forgot to tell you this. Fiona uh, Dorov came out and said, we're not ready for the finale of this show.
1: Well, she once again plays her father, and it's fucking scary. It's it's incredibly yes. scary. Um, but
0: the significance of this episode is the fact that Andy yeah, trick, and Kyle yeah, finally finally make their appearance in almost like a Pulp Fiction fashion. Uh, they're out in I think it was it was Dakota, South Dakota or yeah. or South Carolina or something like that. And they're visiting a family uh, and pretending to be. That's neat, the Pulp Fiction thing. I didn't think about that. To, the, the, it wasn't so much. It was until the end when But I, get, but I get it. I
1: get it. Yeah, I got that feeling in that. Yeah, but but you know, you neat. know,
0: Andy is an escape patient from a hospital. And Kyle's just been kind of, like, doing her own thing. Uh, Kyle was the uh, the female protagonist of Child's Play 2. Uh, Andy has obviously been Andy Barclay. was Chucky's first, like, nemesis, so to speak. But they're visiting this family, and I can't remember what the fuck it said. I'm drunk, but um, they're interview. They're pretending to be census Mm -hmm. bureau people, and they ask, you know, you you know, they're interviewing these families, and they're specifically focusing on the kids, trying to say that you know we're trying to get these kids interested in the census. Like, hey kids, do you have any friends upstairs that you can bring down? So the kid, their daughter, goes upstairs, brings down a bunch of toys, and she's like, oh, I forgot so and so, Charlie, Charlie, and she brings down a good guy doll. And Andy is like, oh, is this, this is Charlie. And so, you know, she hugs Charlie in front of him. And that's when Charlie the doll looks at Andy and he's like, you made me do this. Pulls out a knife. Pulls out a knife. And Andy stands up, pulls out a gun. And him and Kyle both just are unloading. He pulls off a nice headshot on Chucky. Yeah. Shoots Chucky. And then him and Kyle both stand over very, Very reminiscent of Pulp Fiction. And they just start lighting this Charlie doll up. And there's blood everywhere. So that comes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. There are multiple good guy dolls out in the wild that he's have split, Charles his, Lee his Ray's. His pu- yes. or what, what was it? Uh, well, he's been like putting his pieces into like yeah. different things. So there are there is more than one Chucky doll out there. Or one more doll, more dolls out there with Charles Lee Ray's um, soul in it, so to speak. So that's established early on. Uh, so it was really cool to see them in it. They're making their way to Hackensack. They contacted Jake again and said, hey, look, this is what Chucky does. You know, they kind of gave him some insight. Like he will strike when you're most vulnerable in places you're most vulnerable at. So they give him a little insight, and they basically say, we're on our way. So we know that Andy Barkley and Kyle are on their way back. To It's going to be a fucking showdown. You know, we've got the good guys. We've got the bad guys. Uh, it was also really cool because um, we got to see more of Tiffany. And Nika, you love Jennifer Tilly, I love Jennifer Tilly, and Jennifer Tilly is just eating this up, dude. He's just eating this up. Does he split his soul up in the movie? I can't remember if it was Cult of Chucky or something else, but yes, Tricky, he does split up his soul. And and that's how that's why Nika is able to, that's why Charles Z. Ray is able to possess Nika in certain moments. Because she's been, you know, parts of Chucky have been, you know, possessed into her. So this tells me that Chucky is a multiple dolls. We saw a, we saw Chucky dolls at the hospital that were running around when we knew the focus, the Chucky that we've been focused on, is 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 being monitored by a police officer at that time. So there are other dolls that are alive with Chucky's soul, uh, so to speak. But um, Tiffany and Nika had a pretty interesting scene. Tiffany uh. uh, uh admitted to Nika, I prefer you over Charles.
1: Yeah, but she, but she might playing have been she might have been do, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I told the wife and said she's doing a bit.
0: She's doing a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh but which is interesting, Tiffany purchased the house where Charles Lee killed his parent or his mother. So that was really interesting. So they're getting set up in Hackensack. So Tiffany obviously has a plan. She has something going on. Uh you know Kyle and Andy are coming to Hackensack. But here's the thing, man. Chucky is on a fucking rampage now. Chucky's out of his mind. Chucky is a full-on asshole right now. Uh, Obviously, last week we found out that Junior's mom had cancer. And she had another just heartfelt conversation with her shrink this week. Talking about, you know, I'm just going to go out this door and whatever's waiting for me, I'm going to take it head on. And she goes out the door After the appointment She's standing by the window And there's Chucky With like this Push cart thing And pushes Junior's mom Out the middle And she lands on the car That Junior is sitting in It's pretty gnarly Junior witnesses The death of his mom Who had just like This character development Last week where We were like Oh shit And she has like these She's having like this Redemption because The whole time We're all thinking These horrible things Like oh she's cheating On her husband Because she's got a secret and, and and then that makes you even think even more, man, man, Chucky was reading these things, knew about her secret, but made it sound like she was like some deviant skank. It's kind of a scumbag, Chuck. This episode really established that Chucky is a fucking scumbag. Fucking scumbag. Kills her, which is interesting because I think that's going to play into what Junior, what the plan for Junior is. And then at the episode, our trio of heroes, Jake, Lexi, and Devin are still hanging out they fucking use Cape Fear as their inspiration to find a way to trap Chucky. They use the whole curse X scene where he locks up the house. He's like, "Hey, if anybody, any windows open, this doll's gonna ring, and I don't know where it's at." Which was hilarious, man. I was like, "That's a bold strategy."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, you know, they're locking down Junior's house while Junior and her uncle, his uncle, are at the at the morgue or, or at the funeral home, doing their thing with with their mother. Chucky shows up and does what he does best. Causes chaos. Tries to manipulate uh, Lexi to killing Jake. She plays into the game only to just try to fool Chucky. Chucky tries to escape. Gets zapped by Devin. And then Devin's mom shows up at the house. Did not see that. Coming. Chucky kills Devin's mom. Chucky is all about psychological warfare. Chucky's all about manipulation. Chucky's all about trying to convince people, whether through conversation or his actions, he's not only trying to break up the camaraderie of our trio of heroes, but more importantly, Junior has been a wreck. Junior doesn't trust Lexi. He doesn't trust Jake. He doesn't trust De- doesn't trust Devin. And he just watched his mom kill himself. Out of all the characters, all the kids that are vulnerable right now, it's Junior. Chucky is going to try to manipulate Junior to kill somebody, if not everybody, because that's what he does. He looks for the weakest link. He looks for somebody who's vulnerable. This has been just an
1: absolute chess game of a series. There's no reason you would think going into this, this would be this good. There's no reason this should be this good. And it really is. It's written so fucking well. It's It's been really good. It's incredible. And how it's intertwining everything and not making it feeling like campy, overly campy or forced and just weaving all the movies in to come to this thing. It's like... Don Mancini has done good. Now, I really
0: hope... We got to hope this landing sticks, right? We got to hope they can stick this landing. Yep. And again, uh, Fiona Nor- Dorov has come out and told people, y'all aren't ready for this fi- finale. Jeez. So next week's episode, the penultimate episode, we're going to find out what Chucky's plans are, mm-hmm. how he plans the, to manipulate Junior... How many more parents is he gonna kill? Is Junior's uncle, is Junior's dad in trouble? Is Jake's uncle in trouble? I'm sure. You know, it remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a wild, it's been a wild series, you guys. And you know, by the time we, by the time we do our next show, we're gonna know the finale because we don't have a show next week. And the week after will be the final episode, so we're gonna have a lot to talk about uh, when it comes time to um Two weeks time. to close it down. But that's gonna do it for this week's show, you guys. There was a lot to talk about. I know it's a longer show than usual, and we appreciate everybody that stuck around. Lexi's mom has to go, dude. The mayor, you're, I agree with Tricky. She's got to go. She's the real villain. She's the real villain here. Well, I mean, Chucky's a pretty big scumbag. <laughs> oh, huh? yeah, that dude. Yeah, He's uh, a scumbag. He's yeah. a scumbag. But, um, no, that's going to do it for this week's show. And it was a longer episode than usual, but we had a lot to talk about, and we know you guys and girls wanted to talk about it, and we appreciate everybody that shared their comments, shared mm-hmm. their opinions on stuff. There's a lot of diverse stuff going on out there. It was awesome. It was a great week. Now, we won't be doing a show until December 1st. So second, we're off next week.
1: Second. We're actually doing that Thursday.
0: Oh, oh that's right. That's a Thursday show. December 2nd.
1: We'll Thursday hit, show. We'll make sure to be communicating that. We
0: will definitely keep you updated, keep reminding you. December 2nd. Sec- I even forgot about that. Clearly. Good call. December 2nd. Well, a lot to talk about. We, sh- I mean, tone. Shit, what do we got? We have Black Friday with Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. That drops next week. That'll be next week. Hawkeye. We we Real, two Real or three time episodes of Hawkeye drops this Friday. Jesus Christ! What else we got? Uh, we have a lot of stuff.
1: It's gonna be a. Show. We'll have a lot
0: of Halo. To t- we'll talk more about Halo. We'll get some time in with that. Talk a little bit more about the stream about how we're working on as as uh in the the ranked arena um I can't even begin ghostbusters yeah we'll have ghostbusters to talk about. it's gonna be a busy fucking night on december second so lots to talk about but most important, thank y'all so much. We are thankful for each and one of each and every one of you whether you can show up at the beginning hang around for the whole show or stick or show up at the end. We appreciate your support. You being here every week, being a part of the conversation, sharing your thoughts, sharing your opinions, and chiming in is why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And we love you guys and girls for it. Congratulations to Tricky 93, Tricky Region 93, for winning the uh, the giveaway tonight. We will get you your code. I'll talk to you afterwards. But I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Go out. out. Yeah, If you go out on the 24th, be smart, be safe, be, safe, be careful. Uh, there's still debates whether we might be going out to Oracle Brewing here in town. Yep. Oh, yes, that's, still, that's definitely uh, that's a possibility. Still happening, possibly. Um, We're hoping so, to make it happen. Yeah, that, that's kind of my goal, maybe. Wednesday night, if um, you're around, if
0: you're in the Saginaw area, if you're coming back home for the weekend, you want to hang out, Oracle Halla. Brewing might be, might be the plan. Holla. So, I'm, uh, I'm about ready to pass out, so I'm going to close it out. For Fanboy Tone. I'm the dude, 79. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for a prolonged episode of banter and babble. We appreciate your support. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you in two weeks, Friday night on my channel for the Rage stream. It's gonna be wild. Gonna I'm telling be you, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be crazy, wild, and lots out of, of control. drinking, lots of boozing, lots of swearing, lots of killing.
1: Not from Prime time. though.
0: We will talk to you in two weeks. Be safe, everybody. Good night. Thank you.